0: like
1: halfway into it oh yeah here we are guys this is <laughs> the serving <laughs> the peace podcast i'm your host Brandon Hardy. as always josh is joining me today say hi josh hi josh and newcomer emma's joining me today say hi emma hello yay hello. hi i kind of forgot to tell her about the bit. oh you didn't tell her about the yeah bit. i didn't okay. tell her about the bit. Right. that's not her fault though. all right guys this is the great star wars debate there are a couple things i want to get Ta-da. to first but thanks for joining us this is disturbing the peace Alright, folks, and we're back. So today is going to be the great Star Wars debate, right? If you guys listened to last week's episode, Josh and I had a little bit of a disagreement, a little discussion about, you know, Guido and Han Solo and stuff, and I said, that's it. That's it. We need to solve this. We need to do the great Star Wars debate because I have a lot to say. Yeah.
2: So we had to bring in an unbiased third party in order to moderate.
1: Somebody who probably knows the universe, if not better than us. Pretty much close to I'm Josh. I'm pretty
2: sure he keeps saying better just to annoy me. He does. He, he is. He's saying <laughs> it because he looks dead in my eyes every time he says. Look, before
1: ben we man, even started but... recording, these two have been talking about all sorts of cult favorite movies, and I'm just a third wheel here. When all <laughs> said and done, I already know it. I'm just a third wheel here. You got you your Captain America shirt on. You're good. I'm, right, I'm right. Yeah, you got the freaking shooter shirt. On. I, yeah, I got. Go and I'm wearing Captain America. Line, yeah. Man, something happened before you came to my house where we just switched roles. We do,
2: well, in okay, so I have a very specific Star Wars shirt that I normally wear for things like this. However, I have to keep it clean for, for Wednesday nights
1: like this. you have a shirt you wear for star wars debates well
3: yeah oh i should i should
1: have worn my star wars shirt I mean, oh, no. oh, I but I, i'm that. keeping mine crisp and clean for wednesday night
2: because the new star wars movie comes out and i have my ticket all right that's that's already? my
3: birthday date mm, right there
1: there you go man, i'm really? going by my lonesome i'll be honest with you judging episodes seven and eight i am not excited for this one. Oh, i am really I, are you guys I'm excited? Super excited like the trailer looks really good yeah right yeah. especially that little flash where it looks like she joins the dark side uh, I don't think that's what that uh, is. I, I think yeah. it's a vision or something. Already. No, I, yeah. I think it's a... a I, teaser? I it's a, um,
2: like when Luke was on Dagobah and he goes yeah. into the cave. I think and it's the same basic principle there. She's afraid there. of yeah. turning to the yeah, dark yeah, side. She's, yeah, she's
1: facing her well, she, greatest fear
2: and that she is actually going to be on the dark, okay, the dark
1: cool, side. Okay, cool, cool. But anyways, we will get to that. Okay. Um... <laughs> But I actually want to talk about, if you guys notice when you listen to this program, we don't talk about necessarily the biggest thing in the news happening at that
2: moment. No, because everyone talks about
1: that. Everybody's talking about that, everyone right? About and that I that don't want that. to sound like a broken record right. in your regular lineups so where you're like, well, they're talking about impeachment. They're talking about impeachment. They're talking about, let's listen to <laughs> let's the sermon of Peace. Oh, look, they're talking about impeachment, too. Yeah, I'm tired of that. Yeah, I, I don't, everything in the news right now is about impeachment and how ridiculous it is or how not ridiculous it's it is. It's a man. sham. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right? right? The whole thing's a sham. Um, But there is Mm -hmm. something else in the news that's been really making waves, and I kind of want to touch on it because cops are playing a big role in it, and it's what's happening in Virginia right now. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Emma, are you familiar with this?
3: Uh, If I've seen the headline, I... Couldn't
1: remember. Yeah, so basically, Virginia... Oh, oh, but that's very telling. Yes. That's
2: very telling, considering, like, if I've seen the headline, I probably couldn't remember it, because you haven't seen it enough. It's not being, it's not out there as much as it should be, and that's why we're talking
1: about it. But Second Amendment people, pro-gun people are watching this. Oh, yeah. This. I oh, I bet you my hot. husband is
3: totally all over this. One. I'm sure he probably is very
1: sure. familiar with it, because essentially what happened is Virginia had a blue wave. Right. Democrats mm-hmm. took over the governorship They took over a big part of their senate and everything They took over a lot Yeah, And one of the first things they started pushing Was a ban on semi-automatic firearms oh. With exceptions of police officers Right
3: Right, Because that's what they carry
1: Yeah and so um, Obviously this was a big 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 thing People came out there very upset about this um, And But one of the big national news things Was a county sheriff actually came out and said Look it's unconstitutional We're not enforcing it Okay, and if I have to, I will deputize thousands of people in my county mm-hmm. so they all fall on that exception. Okay, like that's the stance they're taking. And other cops around the whole state are coming out saying, "We will not enforce this." Okay, and I think that's important to know because cops are sworn to uphold the Constitution, right? And so when an unconstitutional law is passed, they're supposed to uphold that. Joshua, give me a look.
2: I just got a text about this very subject. Oh, really? What? Yes, it is House Bill number 67. Uh, originally offered or offered january eighth 2020 prefiled december fifth 2019 a bill to amend and reenact re reenact 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 oh, sorry uh blah 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 of the code of Virginia relating to strikes by certain government employees any public safety employee and then scratches out a bunch of stuff. Who in concert with two or more such employees for the purpose of obstructing, impeding, or suspending any activity or operation of his employing agency or any other governmental agency strikes or willfully refuses to perform the duties of his employment shall by such action be deemed to have terminated his employment and shall therefore thereafter be ineligible for employment in any position or capacity during the next 12 months by the Commonwealth or any county, city, town, or other political subdivision of the Commonwealth or by any departmental department or agency of any of them so basically as i'm reading this and folks feel free to let me know if uh, you think i'm wrong as i'm reading this what this is saying is hey we're going to push a bunch of laws that even if you fundamentally disagree with that are constitutionally wrong if you don't um
3: enforce them enforce
2: them you're you, out of the job yeah you lose your job you have you have
1: effectively terminated your employment That's so the they're basically way that
3: they're going to be able to do that
1: yeah yeah, because they're basically looking at... I, I, just, I literally
2: got that text as you were talking.
1: That's, that's interesting, because that means they're literally looking at all these cops who are saying, we're not enforcing this crap. Yeah. It's unconstitutional, and they're saying, well, if you don't enforce them, you lost your job. Mm-hmm. But
3: that's a catch-22 for the state, because if if the whole department, if, if like, all the departments don't enforce that, then they're going to be out of cops.
1: Yeah. But that's that's that's, that's the thing not that they... I think, what they want. Well, and that's kind of one of those things that it's just... It's tough because I've always had this argument with people. A lot of people, they look at the enemy of the Second Amendment as being their cops, right? They look at the cops, they're like, oh, the cops are this, the cops are that, the cops are trying to ruin. And I always tell them, it's like, no, almost every cop I know is a pro-gun guy, right? That's kind of what leads you into police work, right? Because you're comfortable around firearms, you're, you're okay with the idea. A lot of the guys are pro-gun guys, and they all say the same thing. We are not going door-to-door to confiscate people's firearms. There's no way. That's dangerous. That's stupid. It's dangerous and it's unconstitutional.
3: You're gonna get people killed that way.
1: But yeah, and then there's a the matter how of how the
2: revolution starts. It's the boogaloo.
1: Mm-hmm. But anyways, it's 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 just a matter of uh like how many cops are willing to put their money where their mouth is because when it comes That's down true. to it, I love my job. I don't want to ruin. I don't want to violate anybody's constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. But I also have to pay my mortgage. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have mouths to feed. Yep. And so there is going to be that tough pivot point where it's like, okay, now Virginia cops might be a little different because Virginia cops, I don't think get paid very much. Also true. You know what I'm saying? Like it cops in the South and the Midwest, right. and I don't mean to despair them, but compared to California cops, they really don't get paid yeah. that much. So a lot of guys might be more willing to say, hey, look, I can walk away from this and go get that job over there in the factory and mm-hmm. make something comparable. You know, so they it might be easier for them. But for Possibly. me, like I said, I make good money here. Emma, your husband works in law enforcement. I'm sure he makes good money. You make good money compared to that. La- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's tough to say, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to my principles versus I got to feed my yeah. family. You know, that's, it's hard to do. Uh, real quick shout out to my buddy Brian who sent me that text just now, by the way. Oh, uh, looks like I just got the same text. Oh, did you? <laughs> so, who's actually been on the program before Brian has? Yes, Brian has been on the show. So, yeah, I mean, it's tough. <laughs> um, I think it's, Virginia is definitely something that every state should be watching. That's oh, not, a, absolutely. that's not a Virginia uh, problem. I think,
2: I, like I said, if the, re- the revolution's coming and uh, it's going to start in Virginia because that's what's going to happen. So then, then I, was it the governor? No, it was a mayor. No, no. no, no. Some Virginia lawmaker. It's Congressman. Was a Congressman? Thank you, Congressman. Made the comment about, oh, well, basically what he said was, well, we're just going to bring in the National Guard to enforce it. Yeah, a
1: congressman who, on the federal level who yeah. represents Virginia said, well, we could just bring in the National Guard to enforce this. And that, that takes things to a whole new level. Yeah, and then there's the question of can you get the National Guard to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, are they going to turn guns you know on you know their what? own Here's citizens? The
2: thing. I think you would actually have an easier time getting the National Guard to do it than you could the cops. You think so? I think so. And, okay, let me preface this, by the way. I absolutely adore people who serve in the military. I have nothing but love and respect for you guys and girls. Okay, absolutely. However, and I hate saying it that way because like I'm going to say something bad. There are more people who join the military because I just needed a job and I didn't know what else to do than there are people who go into law enforcement who eh, I just kind of needed a job and it was something to do. Mm-hmm. And so there, I can see a lot of more people... In the National Guard, having less conviction about, I'm not doing this because it's constitutionally wrong, than I can see people as a member of law enforcement. Hmm. Is that good enough? well enough said, without no, well, I, I understand. shade on anybody. Okay. But
3: getting in the National Guard, in, is that technically still unconstitutional because that's violating more of our rights?
1: I would say so. I would say absolutely. Yeah. It's just a matter of... The well, whole yeah, thing is unconstitutional. The idea sure, is...
2: You know. I mean, the whole thing is... Well, yeah.
1: The idea is what body of people can you get to follow orders? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the real question. Mm-hmm. If you can't get your general police forces to just follow orders, especially if you have county sheriffs who are saying, you're not booking those people in my jail. You have county you know? sheriffs
2: who are saying, uh, my favorite is the one who said, hey, I'll deputize every citizen in this county yeah, yeah, so yeah. they don't have to follow these stupid gun laws. Yeah. yeah I love that guy.
1: yeah, yeah. And so, like, if you can't get a body of people to enforce it, what do you have? You know, yeah. but here's the thing. If, in my opinion, though, is the moment a congressman or somebody tries to make an order that the National Guard has to come in and violate people's constitutional rights, the congressman needs to go to federal prison. Oh, sure. Anybody who's caught carrying out that unconstitutional mm-hmm. order needs to get in trouble. Well, you know, you know? it
2: comes down to this. It, it comes down to if you have to have the National Guard come in to enforce a law against the people, that many people disagree with it. That means the law is wrong. You know? Yeah. People shouldn't be afraid of their government. Governments should be afraid of their people.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's
2: that. I, I'm a firm believer in that in that saying.
1: And that's the thing. If you're governing a body of people and you need them to be disarmed, you're probably really bad at your job.
3: Well, and and, and I know
1: where that came from. <laughs> but me, <laughs> there, there's, there's, copyright. <laughs> Brandon Hardy, 2019 copyright meme.
3: <laughs> well, even, even if they manage to get the National Guard to do it, or or the Army, or the Marines, or whoever, there's oh, there's there's, there's going to be a problem with the fact that there are more citizens than there are Oh sure. Yeah, military. absolutely. And I, there's I, a reason that no one wants to invade our borders because mm-hmm. our citizens are armed. We are mm-hmm. the most the mm-hmm. most heavily armed country in the world. Yep. Yeah, so well, what was that's
1: that? The specs about I think it was like Massachusetts or something where Deer season opened up. Five hundred thousand hunters went to the woods, and yeah. 20, 20, twenty-three thousand deer were killed that day on just the opening day. Yeah, something like That's that. technically the largest army or one of the largest armies in the world was yeah. just in Massachusetts. Just in Massachusetts, yeah. no, deer. Yeah. A deer. That many yeah.
2: people out there hunting on opening day of deer season constituted the largest. It was just standing. On a deer. Yeah, this, <laughs> it was the largest standing military, you know, force
1: on earth and at that moment. And they're all snipers. <laughs> and they're
3: you know all what I'm saying? <laughs> For you know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe I mean,
1: not all of them. But. Well, I mean, they can all make a 300 yard shot, okay. easy enough, you know. Well, well, theory... not all of them. Not all of them got something.
2: Yeah, but you know what I'm, I'm saying, just, though. No, I mean, I, this, I could you know, so I mean, yeah, that's... they all know how to shoot.
1: And so, yeah, it'll be interesting. And, and frankly, I'd love, I would love to be the commander of the National Guard that says, "Hey, you need to go in and enforce these laws." Like, all right, men, suit it up, march, it, knock on his door. you're going to prison for yeah. <laughs> <financial> <laughs> constitutional rights, Wait, what you know, what and just round it? them all up, clean house, and be like, okay. People vote for new yeah. leaders because so these you, guys are not going to work.
2: Yeah, but this is—I mean, you know—and it sounds extreme to say this is how the revolution starts, but uh, it might be it's fairly how accurate. It is. I mean, this—this this is how bad stuff happens. But that's why I say like government's and, overreach, and that's what this is. That's why I,
1: I say everyone needs to be watching this because what happens there mm-hmm. will domino effect across the country, and what they manage to get away with, they will manage to get away with. Oh, the sure. So if they try and push this and it's openly rejected by people, but they can get parts of it and just chip away at those mm-hmm. rights. They will start enforcing that there. Because I guarantee and you they can where? make it work in Virginia, they're gonna make it work in I was California. Saying, and
2: if, it, if any part of it works in Virginia where's the first place it's coming, I guarantee you it's California. Yeah, and exactly. here's where okay, everybody put your tinfoil hats on. I'll give you a second. Okay. All right. Good. <sighs> All right. So the reason you don't hear about this is because certain people know that we don't want the, the country watching this state. We don't want keep the country watching what's going on in Virginia right now, because we want you blissfully unaware of what's going on and we're gonna throw all this impeachment garbage and other, you know, ridiculous crap at you, uh to keep you distracted so you're not paying attention. So when if it so we can try to sneak all this in and make it happen and be like, Oh, we're already doing this over here. Yeah. So and then Ten meanwhile
1: meanwhile, you know, President Trump is filling out entire stadiums of people for his campaign. Right. And Elizabeth Warren's over here in a bowling alley talking to like a couple it, it, dozen it, it. people. So it's just, well, you know. So impeachment, true. impeachment, impeachment. That's all you're saying. Right. And that's why we're not talking about it. Yeah. Well, so
2: you know, right. how, you know how you feel about Chief Warren.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> and on that note, let's take a break. This is it, folks. <laughs> the great Star Wars debate. I don't even know dun, what the dun, debate dun. is.
2: We we didn't actually disagree. I don't. Even, I'm not
1: sure what the. Okay, there's not really a debate. Not really a debate. The Mandalorian came out. Yes. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, it's freaking fantastic. If you're trying to figure out what all the hype about Baby Yoda is, oh my god, Baby Yoda! Watch the Mandalorian. If I don't get a
2: Baby Yoda for Christmas, wife, who's going I love to listen it. Listen to this. I'm gonna be mad.
1: Okay, so there is a quick. No, I found out today. So I was watching the newest episode of Mandalorian, no spoilers. But did you guys watch it? Yeah. Okay, so you know that they get on that ship and there's the pilot there, right? And there wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be any pilots; there was supposed to be all droid ran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that pilot is the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars.
2: Oh, oh really? That's cool. Well, so they're yeah. doing a lot of stuff like that in the Mandalorian right now. They're, yeah, they're doing a lot of little little Easter eggs of people who are in there, and like every celebrity wants a cameo by the way, because it had Bill Burr was in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like Bill Burr, like, I love Bill Burr; he's a
1: hell of a comedian. Yeah, they never took him as a
2: there, sci-fi guy. But there's some he really wanted to be on there.
1: Yeah, there's some big names that have very small mm-hmm. roles on there. Yeah. yeah, and they don't care. Is, They're just like, we want to be on it. it was,
3: It's like the, the, the Star Trek thing.
1: Yes. Everybody wanted Everybody to be on wanted
3: Star Trek. If Star you were Trek. on Star Trek, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Now it's
2: Star yeah. Wars again. Like, a lot of people remember, you know, Christian Slater's big role in a Star Trek movie. He literally stood in a doorway with his head down and saying something to Kirk, and then he buggered off.
0: Yeah.
2: Really? Yeah. It was, uh, do, 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 Star Trek, not four, five. Star Trek five.
1: Hmm. I did not know that. Mm. all right so uh em and i were talking about this a little earlier before you came today josh all right so i was i was kind of laying out an outline for the show that never works and how to talk about <laughs> yeah and how to talk about star wars and now i'm not a purist when it comes to star wars <gasps> okay right i'm a storyteller sure and for me a story starts with the, the beginning the middle and the end it's so boring i know but star wars started with episodes four five and it six starts in the middle yeah it starts in the middle essentially mm-hmm. and so i was like well i'm not doing that i'm gonna start with episodes one two mm-hmm. and three let's talk about those first the problem is I had a hard time talking about 1, 2, and 3 when I was thinking about what to say without mm. talking about 4, 5, and 6.
2: Okay.
1: So I think we're going to start with episodes 4, 5, and 6. Okay. Now, Josh, you're like, what, 90 years old? Tell me about Basically. episode 4 when it came out.
2: Uh, so when it came out in uh, 1978 uh, was when uh, New Hope came out. Uh, I was not alive. So oh, really? So I really don't have uh, much to say about it. I'm shocked. Uh, I was born the year um, Empire came out.
1: Which was nineteen oh Wow, wow. Wow. You know, you're not that much younger than I am, <laughs> sir. Uh, 1981. 81. Okay. So let me ask you guys something, just in general. Episode four comes out. Do you think this was like a brand new, completely unorthodox, like wave of sci fi, or do you think this was something that was kind of building up to it? No, nobody knew. In nobody. the world of Hollywood? No, nobody knew. Because they had Star no, it Trek. They... It was a joke. What do you mean? It was the movie a joke? was a joke. Nobody took the movie seriously. Well, I know that. Nobody took it nobody
2: took it seriously when it came out. You, you think it became are you asking if it became that or if they knew it was going to be this huge they knew, thing? They
1: knew. Yeah, they like like do you think I mean, looking at like uh, how do I explain this? It? Like Hollywood history, right? You had okay. Star Trek, you had a couple space movies going kind of, ever since we went to the moon, more oh, sci-fi stuff started coming okay. out. And Sorry, when do you, you think, think
2: when you say Hollywood history, I think misogyny and Charles station. Uh,
1: <laughs> do you think Star Wars was just so unorthodox and different nobody saw it coming?
2: I don't that might be why nobody saw it coming. I'm not sure. But no, definitely nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming to the point where when George Lucas told the studio, hey, uh, I want the Fran- the um, merchandising rights, they actually out loud laughed and said, what merchandising rights? Sure, you can have them. Not a problem.
1: Yeah, because he, he
2: made billions over the years off of that. Yeah. Off of
1: that alone. So if I understand correctly, he, he did one movie. What was it? National Grandstands? Or what was the movie he did? American Graffiti. American Graffiti. That's it. Uh, he did American Graffiti, and it was successful. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, Fox basically told him, "Hey, man, at this point, you got free free reign. Right? You had one good success. We trust you now. You have well, free I mean, reign."
2: THX 1138 was kind of a success. Oh, was it? Yeah, I mean, it was a massive success. Well, I don't think it was his
1: first movie, but it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay, Like, at this point, they trusted him. He had, yeah, he had him. the big
2: hit with American Graffiti. And yes.
1: when he pitched it to them, he kind of pitched it as, like, a Western in space. Well,
2: it's it was, that's what it was. That's absolutely what it was. Yeah, it was if the you watch that I mean, you watch scene. that movie, it is a Western in space.
1: Yeah, and the whole thing that we started debating about, the whole Guido and then puzzle thing. First Pozzo off, it's
2: Guido, Whatever, not Guido. okay? He's, well. not, he's not an Italian character from a 1920s movie. It's Java like, wants to talk to you. Right? G R E E D O. And yes, so the the big debate, and where it stems from, in case anybody doesn't know, is when uh, Lucas re-released the original trilogy, he changed that scene to where Greedo fires his weapon first, and then he misses, and then Han shoots him. That's not how it happened. Han shot Greedo... I don't remember Greedo actually getting a shot off. I? No, yeah. no, Greedo gets that. no shot. Yeah, if
1: I remember Greedo, he Han sta-
2: murdered that dude. Now if, it was self defense. He had a gun trained on him. Okay, fine. But Han straight murdered that fool.
1: Well, if I understand correctly, Han gets up and Greedo kind of pushes him back down, and sits across yeah. the room with the gun on with him. With the gun on him, yeah. Okay, now in Hollywood, in the world of cops, they always do the same where the cops, the good guys and bad guys, always point guns at each other and then sure. they start talking. And in real life, that doesn't happen. Okay, the moment you're pointing a gun at me or even you're just holding one. Yeah, you're going down. You're, I'm going to try and give you warning if I can, like drop the gun, drop the gun. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to give you much time before you can sure. have to drop Shoot, it. Even if, drop they, if they
3: reach into their pockets, you're, you're drawing <laughs> a gun on <laughs> them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what they've
1: got. You don't know. And it only takes a second to blow a trigger. Yeah. Right? Like long before I even registered what happened, I could have a bullet in me. Okay. So that whole scene, I watched it and I'm like, no, it was justified. Oh, it was
2: totally justified. It was, it just was totally, justified. totally
1: justified. Absolutely. There's no question about that.
2: It's
3: a bounty hunter. Trying to take Han in, yeah. dead or alive, preferably alive. Now, I'm sure, so he could be a wall decoration later. Right, but.
2: but now let's not forget, and this is the thing that kind of irks some Star Wars fans: Han was a criminal. He was. He was a criminal. He was a smuggler. He was a smuggler. Was a smuggler all right, I mean, he was smuggling God knows what in those space, in those floorboards under you know uh, on the deck of a ship, over the years. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, who who knows what was actually on that ship during
1: the Kessel Run, regardless of what that stupid solo movie showed? <laughs> we'll get to that movie too. Do we have uh, to? Yeah. <laughs> he was a drug runner. Maybe Probably. That's what he was.
0: I
2: don't know. I, no, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it back. the man. Did anything for a buck?
1: Okay, he so didn't care. you watch the show, and again, if you movie. come into it, fine. You watch <laughs> this movie. You come into it blank. You know nothing about Jedi's. You know nothing about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I remember watching this movie because. I watched it with my son. My son came to me, you know, when he first came in foster care, uh, he never watched any of these movies. He knew about them. He said he liked them, but he never actually watched the original movie. So I'm like, well, we're watching them, right? I watch it, and I'm like, wow, if I knew nothing about Star Wars, I would still know nothing about Star Wars if I watched just this movie. Do you guys agree with that? Well, I mean, I guess, because you'd really only know that movie. They don't really explain the Force, right? No, they don't. They really, don't. It shouldn't be explained. Well, but I, I guess... I'm,
3: I have to take it from like growing up because my my parents only owned one four five and six they didn't they thought two and three were too dark to even they didn't like it and they didn't want us kids watching it uh, shoot I wasn't even allowed to watch Lord of the Rings until I was eleven just because of the emotion behind it and I needed to be old enough to experience okay. the emotion so um, that's what I had growing up I kind of took it for face value but as I started getting older and I watched it into teenagehood and now into adulthood if I didn't understand as much lore as I do because of my husband, I I would agree with you. I would still, if I didn't take it for face value and if I actually mm-hmm. tried to analyze it, I okay. couldn't
1: mm-hmm. analyze it very
3: well and understand what the Force was.
1: Yeah, understanding, understanding the Jedi and the whole big picture of what they were versus what they are now and all that stuff. Sure. And
3: well, I, I feel like even now, even with all the content that we have, unless you've read the books, I feel like the books are the only way, or even in Legends that... That just that description.
0: Yeah, that I guess. You know
3: because even like in the in the cartoons, they still don't really no. explain the. No, you got to go into like well.
2: you got to go into like Knights of the Old Republic kind of stuff. Yeah, you, you got to go into gotta the go, expanded universe stuff. You got to uh, go really you know, all far. Canon crap now. Yeah, some
1: I, of that's recognized and some of it isn't by Disney, right? Yeah. yeah that, so
3: what used to be recognized, they're now called legends. Yes. Okay. So. um... Like, for instance... So what's canon?
1: Canon is part of the story and then Legends is yeah. not? Okay, so yes. so what Disney
2: did was canon is all the movies and everything Disney owns.
1: Right. Basically. So basically the original Because, that, movies because that's our... the
2: thing. All the expanded universe stuff, all the books, what would happen was somebody else would write it. And Lucas yeah. would read it and be like, oh, I don't like that. Canon. Okay. And he would just give it his blessing and move on with life. Yeah. Well, there was so much content out there. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. You could literally never leave your house again for the rest of your life if you tried to read it all. So Disney came in to try to, air quotes, clean it up and basically said, okay, all that stuff, we're just going to scrap all of it. Mm -hmm. Which in one way was to say, well, we don't own it anyway, so we're just going to say that it doesn't matter and it's not canon anyway and we're going to move on with life. Uh, And now it's called Legends. And everything from here on in that we own, because Disney will come after you if you try to write some Star Wars stuff without their permission, uh, that's going to be official canon. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So, like, for instance, the biggest example of that was uh, there was a bunch of content about Yoda's species. Like, there was a whole species. But since it's now become legend, the canon about Yoda's species is that there's literally only three instances of his kind we've ever seen. Yeah. Yoda... Yaddle, who I had to look her up because I don't remember her. She made an appearance in...
2: She made a quick appearance in episode two?
3: I think it was episode two. She was part of the Jedi Council for a long time, so she's actually in the row of seats when Anakin comes in.
2: Oh, wow. Um, So she's still canon.
3: Yeah. And then Baby Yoda. Yep, that's it. That's it. We don't even know a species name.
1: But because in yeah. Legends... But even, but even in, in, in
2: Legends, there was no name. No, there's I no thought name. There's never a name. In
1: Legends, there was like a dark Jedi that was a Yoda species. No, that's just something you see online because people think it's a cool idea. It
2: is a cool idea. Yeah. Um, but even in the Legends stuff, there's no name for the species. Yeah, yeah. Which is...
3: So. I, I, I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll get a little bit more lore I don't, I don't because of that. the Mandalorian. I
2: don't want that. I don't... I, okay, a name would be kind of cool, but yeah, I kind, I, I just of, I kind of like the part. mystery of right, it. You guys are getting ahead of us because eventually we'll sorry, get to Mandalorian and all that stuff.
1: So episode four, we get introduced to this whole universe, right? Yes. We, we get some base characters and everything like that. Episode five comes along. Episode five was a much, I think it was a much better budgeted movie. I uh,
2: think, okay, so I like think, em- Empire and Empire is widely considered to be, and I agree, the best Star Wars movie. Of all nine of, of them? all. Ever. Well, I,
1: can't,
3: I don't think we can say all nine yet. All right, because That's true, this because this one's not out. Yeah. But
1: let's go ahead and just say of all nine. So <laughs> okay. I got a story about that. When I was a kid, I always liked episode six. Six. Okay, Return right. of Jenna. Jedi. Because one, I like the I like the little Ewoks. That's the original name, by the way. Okay. Well, of course, you were a kid. Yeah, I was a kid. Yeah. I liked the Ewoks. Uh, Ewoks had their own movies and their own things going don't on, too. I didn't want to talk about those. <laughs> nope. oh I did include them in my artwork. We're not going to so. talk about
2: Ewoks. We're not going to talk about L- Wookiee Life Day. Um, no.
1: Nope. But yeah, I didn't like Empire Strike Back. My brother really liked these. I know that's the best one, and I never understood. But now that I'm an adult, I watch mm-hmm. it. I'm like, no, this is the better one. It ties together the universe better. Oh, sure. Um, And then the other thing, too, is the big walking camels. I swear those did not make sense in any world until Rogue One.
3: you talking about the 80s?
1: Yeah. The, the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I watch it and I'm like, why do you need a big walking camel? You have spaceships. You have hovering things. You have all this stuff. Why do you need a big walking camel? Okay. In Rogue One, it shows that those are troop carriers. Yeah. They oh, open up yeah. and oh, then all the troops okay. fall out. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I was like, you have a head that has the guns like why do you what's need the this whole what's, what's the rest, rest of, the rest of, of this body okay, like it never sense. made sense the, uh, until Rogue One you actually see troops drop out of them yeah, okay. and you realize yeah. okay those are troop carriers that's what they're for but I never knew that until Rogue One came around I always thought they were just silly 1980s yeah the inventions. little two-legged
2: ones make more sense yeah they do Yeah,
1: just a big
0: gun
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And so, that
2: one I will admit I always get confused which one's the AT-AT and which one's the AT-ST I think the big one's the AT-AT yes. Yeah, and the little one yeah I was yeah. confused on that. The either. funny thing is when
1: a kid talks about it and he's like really well-versed, he's like, yeah, the at-ats. That, that? Yeah. The yeah, at-ats. Right. And I'm like, no, they're not at-ats.
0: <laughs> AT-AT. ats AT-AT.
1: Okay, episode six, I just mentioned, uh, that was my favorite one as a kid. Yeah. Okay, the Ewoks, the stuff, the, the lightsaber battles were pretty good. Um,
2: you know, the way, it, I always loved Jedi the, the way it ended. I mean, it's just the ending of it, because there was so much emotion and so much, like, gravitas to that moment of when Vader throws the Emperor down, spoiler alert, when Vader <laughs> throws the Emperor down that shaft, and just this, this this culmination of these three films, especially from the second film to the third film, of, you know, of Luke coming to the realization of who his father is, of like, hey, you know what, there's still that spark of light in there that I can, I think I can reach, and... Maybe as someone whose dad kind of ditched him uh, when I was a kid, Aww. maybe that's why I kind of gravitated towards that, And but I, I, I always love that at the end of Jedi, but Empire was still the best. So let me
1: tell you something. Yeah. Let me ask you something, both of you. Okay, of all the terrible things we know Anakin Skywalker did, Sure. do you think at any point it all redeemed himself? No. Okay, I got to no know from him.
2: Redemption is a tricky thing.
1: Well, okay. redemption is so, a Christian based policy, a Christian based ideology. No, 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 it's not. no, it's not. Yeah, but in the world of Star Wars. In the world, okay. Let me put it to you this way You can still do
2: a massively good thing that doesn't wipe out all the terrible things that you've done. Mm hmm. Okay. Now, in the end, did he realize the error of his ways and, you know, if he had lived, maybe, you know, lived a better life? Possibly. And is that redemption? Maybe, but does it wipe away the horrible things that he did? Yeah. No, it still doesn't. And so, honestly,
1: I think he's always kind of known the error of his there, ways.
2: Well, there's a... There's a well, no. And, and going into episode one, two, and three, three especially, he didn't see anything he was doing as wrong.
3: Mm, but... No. There was the point of when Luke had been cap- had fu- had surrendered himself mm-hmm. and v- and he was talking with Vader and Vader's like, look, we could rule the galaxy together, yes, son, absolutely, right? But then he- Luke tries to convince him about there's still good in you. I-, mm-hmm. I sense it, and you sense it, and he's like, look, at this point, that okay. may be true, but I there's there's nothing I can do. I'm stuck in this for, I mean, that's not what he said, but yeah, that was what, what, he, mean, yeah. what he meant. Like, yeah, and then, that was the gist of it. Right, it was like, if, if I betrayed my master, I would be killed. But at the end, thing.
2: that's still what happened. I mean, in the end, and that's, and that's ultimately the choice. The ultimate, the choice was, look, if I betray him, I'm going to die, which is what happened.
3: But in this case, he chose how he, di- I don't think he necessarily knew when he was chucking the emperor mm-hmm. that he was, that all that electricity was going to screw no, the suit. But, and that was the heroic moment. Which is why I think that even though I don't believe that Anakin is redeemed, and I'm and no, for sure no. he would not be redeemed in the eyes of anybody, no. for Luke personally, no. that moment I think helped give him some closure. It maybe not didn't re- redeem his actions, but I mm-hmm. think it was more of a personal moment that we got to witness sure. for Luke because that's a that's a son to a parent yes, kind of absolutely. moment, not and- not. Oh, now Vader's a good guy, because even then, yeah. because Kylo Ren still looks at his grandfather and aspires to be like his grandfather and went to the dark side to complete his grandfather's work.
2: Oh, did he? Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole weird viewpoint about the whole dark side thing. That was a fantastic answer, by the way. You it was. Me. No, it was. It was you great. And that's much. actually the direction I was going is you can't redeem certain things. Certain things are irredeemable. Case in point, Kylo Ren, looking into his father's eyes as he stabs him with a lightsaber, solidifies him as the villain, solidifies him as a bad guy, there is no redemption. You, There's no redemption for <clears throat> Vader. Even the one heroic act. It's one heroic act in a lifetime of shitty decisions.
1: So <laughs> That's your first one.
2: That's one. Uh, he likes to count. Uh-huh. Um, so... Uh, it's it's, it's it's that one heroic moment in a lifetime of horrible decisions. So there's no redemption. And so, no, there's there's just that one pure kind of father-son moment. So I agree with that, yeah.
1: All right, so these three movies came out. They were quite the uh, revolution in the sci-fi mm-hmm. world, and from them stemmed, as we would discuss earlier, right, lots of books. A universe. A whole universe, lots of books, comics, toys, T-shirts, the whole works, yeah. right? And then, but nothing else came of it until the 90s, the late 90s.
2: Well, I mean define things coming over there another movie okay so you're talking about films okay yes all
1: right so episode one came out yes now episode one gets a well episodes one two and three get a lot of bad rap rightfully so but yes they do well you say rightfully so so first off first of all i want to talk about the good stuff okay all right you're gonna have a hard time with this i can already tell okay Darth Maul Darth was Maul. badass but yes, Darth Maul was awesome that's well that's two. my point that's that's no, no, my point
2: no. he, he counts the succession mostly it's the shits that's two <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's three. two
1: you'll catch him. alright <laughs> alright <laughs> so, so 4, 5, and 6 come and then they come out with this new movie and technically 1, 2, and 3 come and I'm, 4, 5, and 6 4, 5, and 6 <laughs> Josh let me get to my I can see the smoke thought. coming out of your ears <sighs> alright sorry keep going so episode 1 comes I went and saw it in theaters mm-hmm. alright I was you just a kid and that, to me, was just an amazing thing. Okay. Alright, did you guys get... Did you, you saw it in theaters. Did you oh enjoy God. it when you first saw it in theaters? I enjoyed
2: seeing it in theaters, yeah. So, right before Episode 1 came out, they re-released 4, 5, and 6 in the theaters. Right. So, for somebody like me, who was always a massive Star Wars fan, but grew up after they came out, uh, it was an amazing experience to see those movies in the theater. That, okay. That was, even though they were the... What were they called? The doctored versions. They were the oh, up- yeah. yeah. Even though it was the updated versions with that horrible
0: Animation. dance scene
2: in Ugh. freaking Jedi and all that other crap that they put in, and Han <laughs> shooting not shooting first and all that garbage. But still, the experience of actually finally sitting in a movie theater and watching it was amazing. So now we come to episode one. I'm doing the same thing. I saw. <clears> by the way, I've seen every single mo- uh, Star Wars movie now on opening day. Um, so I'm sitting there opening day. Uh, Me and a buddy of mine. And you know that that music comes on, uh, that John Williams music just c- comes on, and da, it's da, da. right, and you're just like, and you were
1: instantly a child again. Instantly, I was a child mm-hmm. again, just like, ah, yay! I remember people clapping when it was over. Oh yeah, I remember oh, people just sure. enjoyed it. But that thing with like Darth Maul and just saying like, oh crap, there's other dark people in mm-hmm. this universe because it was always Darth Vader and the Emperor, right? Yeah. It was always Darth Vader and the Emperor, Darth Vader, and then suddenly they started they start expanding too. their universe, and as I was saying, like. Before, like, unless you were reading the books and the mm-hmm. comics and like really into this kind of stuff, you really didn't know. Like, for me, where I just paid attention to the movies, like, this was like really expanding the universe and doing something that was kind of magical as a kid. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And then seeing the lightsaber like open oh. up on both sides. Oh, oh that, that was, oh, was that awesome. Very, oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I had one too. I guarantee you, I, guarantee oh, you I my, had I wanted one. one. The when double I was bladed saber. Oh my gosh. I remember so seeing awesome. that
1: in the trailer and I was yeah. like, oh, oh me Like, too.
2: this yeah. was amazing. The
1: trailer moment was like, oh. <gasps> And then watching the lightsaber battles, like oh, comparing them to great. the old movies and to what they, they were, were now. Yeah they were, yeah, they were great. I mean, they were just fantastic. There was a lot
2: of great – there was so much great about that movie. And, and I was one of those ones clapping and hooting and hollering afterwards. And then I watched it again.
1: So well, I'll get to that. Okay. So now if you watch them, the special effects weren't great, right? They're 1990s. Yeah, so like I mean, a lot of the robots look a little cartoony and stuff yeah. like that. Um a too lot of CGI. Yeah. Like, a lot of practical effects. Exactly. A lot of the movie was done in front of green screens and blue screens yeah. for all three of those. Which I thought, again, was too much. Yeah. Right? Build stages, build that kind of stuff, and you know, expand it. And I understand you're gonna to have to have some, right? I mean you're not traveling the space to film in space. I get it. Okay. Wait, what? But, yes. <laughs> so but yeah there's a lot and if you watch the old movies you're like alright the special effects aren't great you know this looks like cartoon I look I, I feel like I'm watching Toy Story for the battle scene between the droids <laughs> think, between the droids and the right. gungans you know like it just it just it doesn't look great uh, but I don't want to hold it to that because of the era and the time sure, the technology, yeah, yeah, and you have you know. to look at that you have yeah. to look at the, you have to the take into consideration made. you have to take that into consideration yeah absolutely alright I'm going to start with Emma because I'm sure Josh has a lot to say what didn't you like about those movies like watching them take now take a break alright fine we'll take a break All right, starting with episode one, Emma. Where are we at?
3: Okay, so one point I wanted to make out, I was thinking about this over the break, was in believe it or not, even in movies one, two, and three, with how with how hugely graphic they are as far as like the 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 um, like the backgrounds and all that mm-hmm. stuff. There is I had seen something online where. It actually showed that there were sets built for those movies. Yeah. For instance, in Episode One, when you have the pod race, uh-huh. and you have that that backed up view of the stadium with the crowd, and you yeah. and you, yeah. the 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 pods are CGI, but what? the actual stadium with the people in it, that's a yeah, real that set, real. Yeah. and those were like Q-tips. Yeah. The people were Q-tips.
2: Really? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, but it was a practical effect.
3: Or in um Episode uh. Is it 2, where the Clone Wars starts, and mm-hmm. they have the clone factory? Yeah. That zoomed out shot of the factory on the waves. The waves are obviously CGI, but the but the building is a set.
1: Yep. Oh, okay.
3: And, or um, like... But what about,
1: what about the story, though? Like, how how did you feel about the story in general, and do you think that's a great way to really kick off the Star Wars universe, or... So,
3: I mean, there are things that I like... There are things that I like about it, and there are things that I don't. Okay. So, I thought... I, I remember, because I grew up on episode 1... I really enjoyed episode one because it kind of gave us a little bit of backstory on Anakin as a kid yeah. and seeing like what his life was like. And, and touching on
1: that really quick, episodes two and three, I had a lot of issue with some of the acting, Oh, but, hey, episode, geez, one, hey, episode, it's but it's episode one, but episode one, he's just a little kid. Oh,
2: Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's just he's a little good. kid. I
1: thought Jake Lloyd did a, great, a really good job. And I got tolerated yeah. a lot of it for the It was his kid first acting. film too. Yeah.
3: Really good yeah. Job. He did a great job. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the, I really didn't like. That they introduced um chlorians, because if you didn't have the midi it wouldn't have made movies four, five, and six so freaking confusing. So, midi
1: are the things inside of a Jedi's body that allows them to connect with the Force, right? Bullshit. Sorry, that's number three. This is very that was a ir- big three. This is. I a apologize. Early in the episode, for early, you to I'm lose sorry. your sh words. I saw, I,
2: I'm not losing them. You're just gonna count <laughs> If you gotta take off your shoes and start using toes, you're okay. Get well,
1: that's what they are, right? Essentially, We're or am I right. wrong?
2: Okay, so okay.
1: All right, let Josh talk. He's, he he's, has to prepare. He's definitely do, okay. has... And so C. first,
2: so first, let me start off with episode one, the worst film of the franchise. Period. Really? Episode one. Really? Episode one is the worst movie in the entire franchise. I don't even care what happens in episode nine; it will never top. The horrificness of episode one. Okay. And there were things I liked about episode one, i.e. Darth Maul. Some of the story was actually really nice.
1: Why is episode one worse than episode two and three?
2: Metaclorians. Exactly- Metaclorians are the worst thing to ever happen to the Star Wars universe, and I am including the Ewok movies and Boogie <laughs> Life Day. <laughs> Why? Oh. What is
1: so wrong with... Horrible. What is wrong with Metaclorians? Okay,
2: so Metaclorians, all right? What Metachlorians are, are these tiny... Uh, oh, how did Qui Gon uh, explain it?
3: It was something in his blood. These tiny
2: microscopic organisms that live inside your cells that interpret the Force for us, and without them, we would have no knowledge of the Force. That is garbage. That is crap. Okay, what happened to the Force just being this mystical, like spiritual Sorry. force? Connection. Yeah, in the universe that you have this spiritual connection to, and, and that, that anybody, anybody can tap exactly, tap. anyone can tap into it. It just is a matter of how much, or you know, how willing you are to. Uh, to 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 tap into that. To tap into that force. It is a force. Not tiny little aliens living in your blood. That is some bull crap, all right? It pisses me off. It is the worst thing that ever happened in the Star Wars universe and will forever cement episode one
1: as the worst film in the franchise. Wow, you guys have strong feelings. You know, I I never actually gave them two thoughts to it.
3: I'm mad about it, but like, not that bad.
1: So you guys are upset. <laughs> That's fair. Because before orians, you, you guys were... talking about the Dragon Ball Z So let me ask you something. Uh. Before orians, before episode one, mm-hmm. could Han Solo become a Jedi?
3: Yes, Through if he wanted training,
1: to. focus, if he truly
2: had the willpower and the desire, he could become a Jedi. Now, first off, you have to understand, Jedi is a religion yes 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 but, not okay, not. and fine. so is the Sith and so is Sith so, so you're he saying our religion. But Han could Solo but could he develop a connection to the force absolutely
3: and there there are theories that Han Solo is force, force sensitive force sensitive yes now it, the way that I viewed being force sensitive is almost like you are you know how like kids sometimes can like see ghosts or something yeah they're more sensitive to that side of things it's almost like it's it's Easier for them to tap into the yeah. force. Force sensitive people, it's easier for them mm-hmm. to tap into the force than it is for like you and me. And that's how it
2: happens. You find a child who is for some reason more sensitive to the force than other children. And then you take that child and you nurture that and you build upon that and you teach him how to connect with the force on a, on a more spiritual, on a deeper level. And then he, be, he uh, develops that connection to the force in order to be able to do all these wonderful Jedi power stuff. Okay, so this is
1: I guess Metaclorians
2: is... killed that. Metaclorians made it to where we're I gonna guess... check your blood. Ooh, sorry kid, you don't have enough of these You know what you know what Metaclorians are? Metaclorians are the um from Scientology. Oh jeez,
1: just stop.
2: Oh I'm yeah, just... I went there. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's saying it's it's what's that? The Thaetans? Yeah the Thaetans. It's, it's exactly what the, the Scientologists do. There is something about you that we can measure that will tell us whether or not you have a connection to our belief structure. That is ridiculous. Not only is it ridiculous, it create, it's actually kind of elitist, and you could have gone in a whole weird uh, direction with that and turned Jedi into these, you know, elitist monsters who were like, well, you were just born better because you have more of these tiny things in your blood. So I saw him as
1: like a means I can't be a Jedi. It pisses me
0: off.
1: <laughs> so I saw him as like a... I wouldn't be a Jedi. Josh, can I talk on my show, please? Sorry, Jeez. Sorry. So I saw him as like an antenna, right? Like, like an antenna to the force, so it mm-hmm. helps you be more force-sensitive and stuff like that. And I liked the idea that some... Like, that it was just completely random throughout the universe, okay. and some people were just born more sensitive than others. Okay? Okay. Um, I like that. Okay? It did not make... Like, I don't know. I didn't like the idea... I don't like what you're suggesting. Cause in that case, any Darth Sith, whatever, can come along and just be like, "Well, there's a kid. Let's make him a Dark Lord or whatever." You know what I'm saying? But that's like, how it happens. Yeah, but that's it, how it happened, I right? like the idea that some people are force sensitive and some people just aren't.
2: Right. But but that's that's what it is. Some people are more sensitive and some people aren't. But not, broke it down to a it, science. But that it's wrong. The part it's that I didn't wrong. like. It shouldn't be
1: a science. Here's the part that I didn't like. The part I didn't like that some people have more medichlorians than others. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? How they say, "Oh, well, he has more than Yoda does." You know, because Yoda is supposed mm-hmm. to be like ultra sensitive. I don't like that because then how do you get more powerful if you have a low count but you're still force sensitive? Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's the, that's sense. the idea. Yeah. So,
3: but I to be fair, it is that one plot point that they totally screw around with. They mention it once and they stick to it for one movie, mm-hmm. but then literally everything else that's ever been made about Star Wars throws that to the wind. It I, does. If it's only right. been mentioned once that no, I've seen. Not true. Hold on. It in Rebels. They mentioned it once in Rebels, but that's it. It was mentioned. Nobody talks about it anymore. It it's like it was something that was mentioned, but it it's oh, almost and, like it's and, not part. And of In Clone canon.
1: Wars, they go in deeper in about how they find these kids and how they mm-hmm. you know bring them into the Jedi Order and stuff like yeah. that. How they talk uh, to their parents. and meet I want to say it was
2: actually mentioned one more time in the films. Maybe it was, but I, but I can't remember which film it was.
3: I, I'd have
0: to look and it
2: up. I want to. I would like to say that they realized how stupid it was and, dropped and it, it was a terrible idea and it's like oh we're just never gonna bring that up again holy crap people got mad
3: which i appreciate because <laughs> the midichlorians,
2: was furious but
3: I, I appreciate that because midichlorians also eliminates the reason why there are force sensitive creatures exactly because
1: well if, yeah in the clone wars they come across a whole planet where like, the whole species yeah, the whole species is force sensitive yeah and they hated the Jedi because the Jedi took a few of them and they're like, well, no, you betrayed us or whatever. or they, they felt like they got kidnapped. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You know, but anyway, so. So, but I it, I feel like it's fair that even though you notice that they screw with it, if they've dropped it, I'm fine with that. And it's just a yes. mistake that episode one made. Now, sure. If, if you don't watch Rebels, if you don't get into all that extra lore stuff, it's not going to matter.
2: And I'm with you on that. But again, Metachlorians for me will cement number one as the worst film of the franchise. Okay,
1: but take Metachlorians out of it.
2: Take Metachlorians out of it. okay. We completely removed Medichlorians out of it. Episode 1 is the worst <laughs> movie of the franchise, Jar Jar Binks. Oh, okay. well, he's a That's Jar Jar right. Binks hater. So My, I am a Jar Jar Binks they, hater, and I swear to God, the first one of you who mentions Darth, Je- uh, Darth Jar Jar, I'm leaving. I swear to okay. God. So, so
3: here's the, the only know. reason. That was he the was, only it, thing that made that, it better. That
1: character was mildly racist. They always right. tried.
2: Yeah, you got to
1: have the one, the plushie. Yeah, you always have to have the plushie. You You always have to have the comic relief character. And when the movie first came out, people laughed at him. Now he's annoying. I watch it. He shouldn't oh, have been in episode been two. through the movie. He shouldn't have been in episode two. He shouldn't have been in no. episode three. He should not have been included. He
3: should have been like an episode one only like side yeah. character necessary for the comic book Just to put that story
1: scene. together. That
3: would have been You know fun. what I'm saying?
1: And then boom, move on.
3: It would right? have been the episode, annoying character.
1: The he didn't need to accompany their adventure or nothing like that. Episode Just, two should have opened with
2: Jar Jar getting his head cut off by a lightsaber. <laughs> That's how it should have
1: been. All right. Let's move on to
2: episode two. Episode All two right. was a love story.
1: Uh, okay, oh, so
3: episode two. Lord have mercy, do <laughs> not get me started.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, right. Let me get my two cents first, uh, because I can. Yeah, you guys are obviously emotional about this topic. So mostly me. <laughs> so episode two, I don't enjoy. I, I I have a hard time getting past the acting. Mm-hmm. The acting's mm-hmm. not great. It's not convincing. Yeah. And some of it you could. I mean, a lot of it people want to blame the actor. The issue I have is you're sitting in a room filled with directors, co-directors, producers. The director. All These people, and they're watching this, they're watching how it comes out on camera, and they're saying, Yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some of it's, yeah, the actor, other of it is you, know, not enough people are saying, No, cut, this is how I want you to convey it. You know, this is wrong, you're crying too much, Hayden, let's try this. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're he's basically trying to do what they're telling him to do, and he's trying to do his best to do it. But, and I want to say that because I've seen him in other movies. Uh, not recently because I think he finally just quit acting because he got made fun of so bad. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think, but he, did, I think huh. he was in Jumper, right? He was in or, Jumper, and he, I thought he did much more convincing. I'm not saying he's a great actor yeah. by any stretch of the imagination, but he did it much better in Jumper yeah. than he ever did no, in that stuff. No, uh, he was, he was in
2: Jumper. He was in what was it Takers? Uh, it was like a heist movie with um, Paul Walker. Uh, he was in a couple of films after that, and he was never that bad. So I don't actually think it was his acting. I think it was the direction they were giving
1: yeah well, I and, and i and a, i
3: think the too. script also had something i think writing is too
1: because the way they developed this love story it goes from like he's a little boy she's an older woman a, you know a senator and all this stuff and all of a sudden there's just like a random switch but there's not a whole lot of transition into like hey let's more have a relationship it's just like
3: well and, and then what bothered me a lot it, it made that love story made me uncomfortable because when we first see them it's the same actress in yeah. episode mm, yeah. one, they should have had a child play, yeah. well, Pat, or at least someone different but she wasn't
1: supposed than to be a child. But no, she, but you could have written you, the story where she was a princess and sure, she was much sure, younger, sure. and they were just trying to smuggle yeah. her out because they were trying to kidnap her and use her as leverage over the king or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You could have and, changed the story a bit and made her younger. Right. Yeah.
3: So, but because then she doesn't change, but he obviously does. And so, well, that, he grows up. Yeah. knowing that age difference, it makes yeah. me so uncomfortable. In fact, I, I looked up the age difference. So, in the movie, if I remember correctly, she's 15, 16 in the first movie. Mm-hmm.
1: The actress or the character? The character. character
3: it's like okay. 15, 16 yeah. in the movie. And I
2: think you had to be 16 to be queen.
3: Anakin was between 10, 10 and 11. 10 and 11.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: So, at that point, so let's just say he was 11 and she was 16. That's a five year difference. That's okay. like one year less than the, than the age difference between myself and my husband.
2: Okay.
3: But at that age, it's just huge. At that age, it's huge. And she treated him in the second movie like a kid. And it was a brother-sister thing. But Mm -hmm. he was so horny <laughs> it was so yes. obvious yeah. in the yeah. second movie he yeah. was he was like
1: the power of boners is strong oh they probably God. should have had a different writer come in and be like hey let's love this up a little bit yeah. or let's make this more of i
3: would i would have i wouldn't
1: have. because it instead of him it was pursuing like, her i, mean, he kind of groomed her. <laughs> it I think it's just a little bit well it was kind a, of a grooming thing going on there forced. that's the thing if you if you
2: super forced yeah if, oh, you, yeah,
1: forced. if, if you wrote it in a way where it was like hey he's he's not pursuing her but she's admiring him or she's was was it forced anything uh-huh. like
0: quote, quote, no,
1: quote hey. yeah hey you'll love me but, see, but no no if they wrote it in a way where he wasn't really pursuing her but she was noticing him you know oh, what that I'm saying? Like, that would have been better. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, he like noticed, a like, admiration. wow. Yeah, like, wow, she's beautiful, but I'm a Jedi now. And she's like, yeah. wow, he's really grown up. And look, he's hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was kind really of that. Really hot, but it was but, kind of like, he okay, was very funny. much expressing himself. And she was very much like, you're weirding me out, dude. Yeah, like, you're making me uncomfortable. Knock it off. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was creepy. It was it was super creepy. It, like,
2: yeah, it
3: was that. really, really creepy. And so, but even then, like, I would have appreciated it if, um, if Anakin had had been like look i i even talking to obi-wan like look i really like this like padme i think she's gorgeous this is how i feel for her however i have the internal conflict because of the because of my beliefs of being a jedi Mm -hmm. the code of conduct and what do i do about that and asking for advice instead of instead of obi-wan saying calm down boner like seriously like like
0: like,
3: like, chill take a chill pill Mm -hmm. so I and then and then you you see throughout the movie like he's just he's arrogant he's very self self absorbed which I think is fine because he's a teenager he's a teenager yeah. and they've been pushing him as the chosen one and that yeah, can get to your head total. quite a bit and I feel like if they had focused on that a little bit more it would yeah. have been it would have been easier better. to
2: take yeah a right bit.
3: but then when. Padme's attacked in her room and they're like, okay, we need to send her off somewhere private to protect her, and he and they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, we know this guy's horny and totally going after Padme. We're gonna send him with her. He's obviously been harassing her. Yeah. Let's right. like
1: We're gonna make you stick with your abuser.
3: And 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 when you watch We're the movie, she's like, there. she's so anti anakin S- She's yeah,
1: yeah, if you switch that around and Anakin was like trying to do the right thing. Like, hey, hey, you know, like, maybe you should keep me away from her. I'm having feelings, I'm yeah. trying to be un- internally in conflict. And then something happened, and they said, "Hey, you're
3: literally and, the only person." Or who can do she
1: requests him,
3: right? Like, hey, I know Anakin, That'd I trust be a little him, less weird. right? You That'd know, be could, be a little less weird. could he be
1: my bodyguard? If, if I have just, to have it a bodyguard, just so could it be super him. It was uncomfortable. It was, and yeah. Then,
3: and then, but from her perspective, watching her, she was like anti Anakin, the like the first like two thirds of the movie, and then as soon as they get to that house, she's like, "Oh, take me!" Right? And I'm like, <laughs> "Right, dude, you're so returning. What, what was in that fruit? so it was. It was such a. Forced romance. You oh, could, it fresh, was yeah. like pushed because they have to explain yeah. where well, Luke and Leia came from and that's how they got yeah. together. So
2: here's, the, so here's the problem. Here's the problem with episode one, two, and a lot of three as well. Is there was so much attention paid to how everything looked. They forgot to make sure they were paying attention to the story. Yes. Yeah. And why, for, for instance, and this is a perfect example of that. And it happened a lot into a whole lot in one. Was There was a point where I was like, okay, am I watching a sci-fi action adventure? Or am I watching a futuristic political drama? Why are we having another Senate hearing? Jesus, who cares about the trade negotiations? I'll tell you what. I'm though. here to see lightsaber battles and droids who can't, and, you know, and stormtroopers who can't hit nothing.
1: That's the part that I think George Lucas actually got right. It was the whole, because he actually did a lot of studying in history about how Coups got started, how sure. people stole power, how people used I, democracy to steal mm-hmm. power. And that's the part of the story I think he got right. Yes. was about how this guy got power through, you know, de- deception. Manipulation. In manipulation, he starts mm-hmm. this war on both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, controlling yeah. both sides of his war I to cause that. chaos, and then from chaos, he's able to build his empire out of it. I get that, but it was you know? super boring to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs>
2: yeah. I but that was... all that, and I agree with you. but yeah. It was super boring to watch. Now, the, the
3: one thing that I do enjoy about all these three movies is that because the graphics got better, the sword fights got better. Yes. Because yes. In oh, four, five, and badass. six. In four, five, and six, the lightsaber props that they used were made of glass. And you can, if you re knowing that if you rewatch the sword, the sword fights, especially the one between mm-hmm. Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, it looks like they're just like, it's like a girlfriend, like, eh, yeah, eh. but it's because it's, they were made of actually, glass. They couldn't they, hit them. They manpower. actually
1: tried to explain that in Canon. Have you guys heard this? No. no. So they actually tried to like, people made that criticism. Like, why are the sword fights so much better here? But here it's just two How's old, like two old men with walkers. Technology. Yeah, the answer is technology, but okay. the answer they tried to explain in canon was these guys were two old, conflicted men because they were brothers. They secretly still oh, had that. Awful. Yeah, that, awful. that was, that was, awful. That was the explanation. That's just,
2: that's just trying to that explain something that n- doesn't actually need to be explained. Because no. I think everyone everyone who has a rational mind can sit there and be like, well, it's just, you know. It's the technology. Because <laughs> like if you watch those original lightsaber battles, a lot of it you can tell is the two guys with their <laughs> touching sticks and moving back and forth. That's that's what a lot of it is. Yeah. Because they were made made out of glass. glass. Yeah, they were made out of glass. They didn't want to break. Now, with technology the way it is, we have epic, awesome, amazing lightsaber battles. So much better. Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, Obi-Wan, and Darth Maul is one of the best lightsaber battles that's ever happened. Oh, I've loved that. That was amazing. I love that. The whole thing was amazing. Yeah. It was absolutely... It was a
1: a joy to watch. All right. So, episode two is... My, my vote is episode two is the worst one of all of them. Nope, All right. Because <laughs> you guys got hung up on midichlorians. Hey, hey,
3: hey. <laughs> I didn't say that it was the worst one. I just don't like midichlorians.
1: Okay. So episode three came along. Episode three, the the last lightsaber duel between... Obi-Wan
3: Anakin. and Anakin. That was long.
1: No, it was. is the longest. It actually yeah. set the record for the yeah. longest on-screen uh, sword fight ever.
2: It, it's It's long. So but, it is long.
1: But I like it. It's very good, I think. I think it's very well done. The part I didn't like was this. At the end of episode two... They fight Count Dooku and he just kicks her butt. Yeah. At the very beginning of episode three, I I understand it's supposed to show that hey, they're more powerful and mm-hmm. you know his power has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but he just like just handles them. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it oh, like yeah. it almost wasn't even a like He a,
2: rides him hard and puts him away wet. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just, he it handles just handles it, it like just, nobody's business. And then he just chops his head off. I know, and it's kind of yeah. a it's kind of a crappy it's a crappy way to show the uh the Progression of his power from you know the last time they fought to this stuff because we don't even really get a good sense of how much time has passed.
1: No, like we're not sure. The Clone Wars cartoon series is in between Mm -hmm. episode two and three, and they fill in a lot. They do. They they, they, do a great job. Yeah, Yeah. I appreciate
2: it, and And I love Clone Wars for that. And they do a really good job of it. But I'm talking going from movie to movie. There is no way to tell how much time has passed. And, no. Is and, this six months later? Is this a year? Is this several years? I mean, we know now that it's several years later, and all this crazy crap has happened. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was just like this could have been two weeks. All, later. all we knew
3: is all we knew is that his hair got longer.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, he so a cut couple his hair. Of months at yeah, best. A couple of months at best. This is six <laughs> months later. He's got a cool hand and, and longer hair. And it
3: didn't do it. Didn't do Dugu justice. No, it because. We, Because, it, as they explained in the Clone Wars series, that he used to be a Jedi. Therefore, mm-hmm. we already know he's a powerful fighter because mm-hmm. it, you have to be as a Jedi. He but, was a Jedi master.
1: and, and like, He was on the council, and then he left and pursued his own So, therefore,
3: stuff. he should have some good skills. And we get a glimpse of that the first time he and Anakin fight. Mm-hmm. Because then he fights Yoda. Dooku yeah. and Yoda. I was, that was like, a, can
2: we talk about that, though? That's a good fight. That was
1: badass. That was awesome. Yeah. That was a, I loved that. Was that was a good
3: fight. But then, all of a sudden, it's just it's just like he sat there and was ready to die. Yeah, it, well, just, it, it, okay. he seemed more
1: desperate because in the end of episode two, he's fighting them. He takes care of both of them. Yeah, then Yoda comes in and Yoda gives him a run for his money. <laughs> I love that. But he still handles himself, and he's not doing a whole lot of movement. He's still very controlled. Mm-hmm. He's very like much in control of his fighting. And then at the beginning of uh, episode three, he's like almost like desperate. Like he's like, oh crap, this so is getting there, serious. I've you know, heard,
2: I've heard a theory. I've heard a theory that the Emperor basically told him, "Hey, I need you to lose this fight." I need you to lose this fight because this is how I'm going to turn Anakin. This is, okay. this is a stepping stone. Don't worry. I'm not going to let him kill you. But you have to lose. Yeah, let's put you into the war. It. Yeah, exactly. Let's put you in prison. We'll do yep. a big
1: trial and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: So I've heard that theory that that's how, and that's what that look at the end where Palpatine was just like, kill him. That that look of shock of like wait a minute you, this is not how you told me this was going to go down hold on a second
3: but it, yeah. but then it, now, later it makes and that sense would make sense. As we understand because there's only there's only ever two
2: yeah master yeah. and apprentice which makes
1: more sense of course right mm-hmm.
3: but we don't know that until these series where it
1: the cartoon series the basically cartoon series, yeah we do.
3: I mean, I mean, not not in depth. Yeah, we okay. know that. Like but people
2: <laughs> like us know this because we, we know that Darth Bane started that. And right, yeah.
3: we paid attention to those stories. Yeah. We did our research, but people just on the outs wouldn't quite sure. understand that there can only ever be two.
1: Yes, yeah. that's right. half,
3: that's a point you have to explain. Let's to take somebody. another quick
1: break. Hey, folks, my wife has embarked on a new endeavor this week. She's now an ambassador for Sensi. That's right, Sensi. If you have somebody in your life that seems harder to buy for, check out Sensi. Check out MarissaHardy.Sensi.US. This is a place that has a wide variety of wax warmers for everybody in your life, whether they have a Rustic Country theme to a Star Wars theme to a Batman theme. They got all sorts of stuff with a wide variety of different smells and scents just for them. That's right. If you got somebody in your life that's hard to buy for, check out Scentsy.us. marissahardy.sensy.us, Scentsy is spelled S-C-E-N-T-S-Y.us. Thank you. All right, folks, and hey, we're back. So I, the other question I have for you guys is talking about episode three. What did you guys hate about it? Like, what was the part besides – now, let's get away from the acting and special effects like we were before. Um, but about the story in general, like, what what was it that you guys just didn't appreciate?
3: Um – For me, it was it was almost similar to you know with the romance the forced romance with, in episode two it was the anger it just didn't make sense to me it wasn't there wasn't enough context to show me why he was so angry and why Mm. he struggled so much but that's but even then that's not the biggest thing for me the biggest thing for me is just before the end of the movie. We have Padme coming off the ship, trying to save Anakin, trying to turn him back. Like, mm-hmm. come with me. We can work this out. She's, we see she's got a little bit of a bump. Not much. She's not oh, very heavily okay. pregnant. Okay.
1: Yeah. or someone who apparently has twins, she should be right She here. should be huge. She
3: Especially at how... Full size. They were full term when they were yeah. born, okay, okay, by okay, the okay. way. She and should have been in, like, full-on, like, right, Professor
2: right. X hovering chair, like, not being able to walk. And
3: you should know this, having seen twins yourself, mm-hmm. because you have twins, and how small they were when they were born. So, the fact that he rejects her, and she's like, she's like, this stress is gonna kill me, and then she it forces her into labor. The, the emotional stress, that, I'm sorry, it just... It was either really lucky timing for the fact that those were full term babies, and this you had this event, and maybe that caused you to have your water break, and you go into you go into to well, I mean, labor. You can,
2: you know, force choked out by
1: your husband probably would stress you out, but that's
3: not going to cause labor. <laughs> well, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> maybe not that, but stress can cause labor. Stress can
3: true, can cause labor. true, but I'm
1: not, okay with that. The babies should have been more premature,
3: and and, and or at least appeared to be she bar- It just was like. And then she died. She I gave take, up.
1: Yeah, I take issue that with the one instance. Yeah. Died. She, she died from a broken heart. I think a no, better way to do it. That, that was stupid. I think a better Not way to do it would be like maybe Anakin pushed her, like force pushed her. She whacked her head. You know what I'm saying? And that one too, some like some
3: injury that yeah, maybe some sort of injury that you know, with the broken that heart. that
1: forced them to have you know do emergency C sections on the baby, and she just died from her injuries, and so to kind of make it Anakin's fault, or and just be like, or,
3: or or perhaps it was more like the injuries would have caused it to where she could survive, but she had to have the will to survive, and because mm-hmm. she had a broken heart, she didn't have the will to survive, and yeah. so therefore she succumbed to injuries that she could have lived through.
1: Kind yeah, of exactly.
3: Thing. That I would have been okay with. But that, for me, that's just... But, yeah, with all the technology... having been pregnant it,
1: and yeah, having gone through With all the technology all that, and stuff they had, she shouldn't okay. have died for that reason. Yeah, no, that was... No. Cool. I think they could have easily just written in, like, hey, he knocked her down, she bumped her head really hard, bleeding, they got her to a doctor, they yeah. force-induced the beams. And babies. It you know that would have
3: made sense with how angry he was. Yeah. Push her back into the ship. Do something.
1: Yeah. And the ship takes off with her, gets her to help, and she just doesn't survive, mm-hmm. but the babies do. Right. Okay? And that's a realistic. It's a real-life scenario. You know, it makes sense to me. That that could have been a better way to do it.
2: Yeah. Um, Uh, You know, for me, what what really bothered me about 3 more than anything else was how quickly... For as much as I love the end fight between him and Obi-Wan and and how great it looked, his anger towards Obi-Wan never made sense to me. Like, why are you so pissed at this guy who has been your ride-or-die partner for the last, at this point, what, 15 years? Yeah. This has been your ride-or-die partner, your father figure, your best friend, your brother and over the course of these last couple of months, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, F that dude.
1: So instead of like... I never got that, and it really bugs me. So you think they could have written it differently where it was like, okay, instead of I hate you, it's a... Uh, you're
3: in my way. You're
1: in my, in my way. way. I'm, extreme, yeah. Yeah. I'm extremely desperate right now and you're holding yeah. me back Well, so in they did way. that a
2: little bit. They did it a little bit when he starts talking about I have secured peace for my new empire. And he's like, listen to what you're saying. Your new empire. This isn't, you know, this isn't you. This isn't what we've taught you. This isn't who you're supposed to be. And then he starts, yeah. you know, touting all that, you know, the one crap, you know, where you're supposed to bring balance, blah, 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 which technically he does later on. But anyway, um, it's... It's just seemed that 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 anger between the two of them and that conflict super forced. Like yeah. super like we're just gonna jam that in and we're gonna make it happen. It's gonna look cool and there's a lot of really cool emotion at the end of it when you know when he's talking to him and, and uh uh Obi Wan is is super emotional about it and look and it's just the whole thing is great.
1: But he the thing Except I like for is, the lead up. The thing that I like about Obi Wan though is he had no problem making up his mind. Oh, He's no, like, no. That's no. it. You're done. Yeah. You know? He's like, you're dead to me. This is and me. he tried to give him a chance. Don't do it. Don't well, do he it right kept now. kept giving
2: him chances throughout the fight.
1: Yeah. And then finally, he was yeah. just like, eh, I'm going to cut you in half.
2: Yeah. No, and Ewan McGregor is an amazing actor. Oh, I mean, I, I love I, him as Obi Wan. I, I want that Obi Wan series on Disney Plus to happen so badly. Uh, oh, yeah. it's
3: happening. They're filming it. I know. They are filming it. They're right filming now. it with him? Yes. With him
2: as well. Oh, that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. And I really hope it's all about the Jesus years. <laughs> it, oh, it's I like hope all about so. the Jesus years. <laughs> okay. Oh, please. But okay. So if you guys don't understand that reference to what the Jesus years is in in the Bible, go. Jesus goes from age. Uh, what is it? Um, thirty to thirty-three. Uh, thirteen to thirty. Yeah, it's like thirteen to thirty. Okay. Like Jesus goes from like thirteen to thirty, and it's like, well, what happened right, in between right. that? So that's what the Jesus years means. Like, okay. so what happened between? him going into exile on Tatooine, and him meeting Luke. But well, like, There if, had to be some cool stuff going on. He wasn't just sitting in a cave for you that know, actually. 20 seg- years. That
1: actually segues to our next topic, really. Because Star Wars Rebels does... Goes into a little bit. Little bit a little about bit of what he was doing, right? Yeah, yes. it goes okay. into
2: it uh, at, uh, when... Um, God, I already forgot his name.
3: Maul, Darth Maul.
2: Well, no, Darth Maul's like hunting him. Oh, we talking about Rebels or talking about? Uh...
3: So in in um, in Clone Wars, in Clone they brought Wars. Darth Maul back. Yeah. They showed that he had survived his fall yeah. after being they cut. Got in some half. spider
2: legs. He
3: he went crazy. Then super he cray. he was helped by the the witches mm-hmm. that um, and by his brother of another kind that he ended up killing later. Um, and then he he came back and he wanted revenge. Now in Rebels. He finds him. Yes. Well, actually, the main characters find him.
1: The cool thing about that, really touching on that, really quick, is going back to your guys' Metakalorian thing. They, they, if you watch the, that episode, they find a brother, mm-hmm. which ends up being Darth Maul's brother.
4: And it, they basically the train
1: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they basically train him. Mm-hmm. Right? But it never shows or indicates that he had any type of force sensitivity before that. Mm-hmm. They no. They just, just train him could, to be able to. He, yeah. yeah. he
3: was the only. He was the only one to, to survive a, tr- um, a testing process yeah. to see who was the strongest warrior. Yeah. So that the, the sister witches could infuse him with some voodoo magic <laughs> thing that made his horns grow and he's right? like all buff now and he sounds like, um oh, what's the actor's name? Because I only know him from Justice League um, and he voices um, uh, um Su- uh, Lex Luthor.
2: Oh, Clancy Brown.
3: Yes, so he's voiced by Clancy yeah, he, Brown. And
2: he's voiced by Clancy Brown, yeah.
3: Right, so...
2: Who was just on um, the last episode of Mandalorian, by the way?
3: Yes, he... Yeah,
2: he was the big he, uh, guy with the horns. He was! Yeah, that was
3: Clancy was, Brown.
1: Really? Yes,
3: Brown. I... Oh my goodness! Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Anyways, so anyways,
1: he he wasn't force sensitive that we know of, and then they did all Nothing that was ever stuff. brought up. No. Yeah. No. But then he has force power later on. I mean, he's- because the <laughs> right. force. Okay,
2: anyone through training and enough willpower can develop a connection all to right. the force because Mandalorians are stupid.
1: Now I did not watch Star Wars Rebels. Okay. okay,
3: so then I I'll fill you in on how Darth Maul plays into all of well, it. Well, you
1: can just tell me. I mean, analyze the whole series in general. I mean, okay, good, bad, and different. Like, what do you?
3: For me, so that was great. My my husband watched it before I did. He started watching it, and then I kind of sat through it because I was cross stitching. Mm-hmm. But um, I for me, I know, I know, female things. Um, <laughs> so I I sat there, and for me, the beginning of it. I struggled with because they were introducing characters yeah. it was like hit and miss um they're there it's a group of of thieves essentially that are doing these random missions to basically inconvenience the empire they don't like the empire but they aren't part of the official resistance so and we just realized my mic was like so far away from my mouth the yeah. whole time <laughs> look now you can hear me okay so at some point, they do join up with the main resistance force, and then they have. Then the story comes in. where yeah,
1: it really takes a while to really. It's get, so get slow, going. and it, it, I slow. struggle okay. with it. I've never watched it though. Would you recommend watching it? In I general? would, just definitely,
3: just because of of the story once line. the storyline yeah. hits, you understand so much more. Just
2: understand that like the first, probably the first two, season, see two seasons.
3: You think one and a half, yeah, maybe the first
2: one and a half season, two seasons. It's kind of slow, and they're build because they're building up to a lot, and then but then once but then like once it gets yeah going, once it gets going you're epic. just like oh wow it's, it's so, stop, 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 stop.
1: from what I understand it basically follows a group of people but one's like a young untrained Jedi
3: he's he's um, and the other he's, one he's is a guy Jedi. who's he's not, not, a a Jedi. Jedi.
2: He's not
1: a Jedi he's not a Jedi and well one and one guy is a Jedi that went into hiding and he basically doesn't no, manifest he himself. was
2: no you know, he's not a Jedi he was a Padawan.
3: But during the Clone Wars,
2: during the Clone Wars, he was a Padawan. Okay. And Order sixty six hits his master is killed, is killed in front of him. In front of him, and yeah. he runs
3: away.
1: And he runs off. So he never completed his training. So does he live with that regret? Is like, is that part of the storyline that he? Oh, that, that oh like yeah. oh yeah, because oh, one, like, yeah, one of the so Padawan's jobs, yeah, one of Padawan's job is the the kid. To protect their he's, master.
2: he's super. He's definitely force sensitive, and you know, like anybody can tell that. But this guy, he had—he's um, just a
3: simple he's thief.
2: A... Yeah, he, yeah, it's yeah. a little okay. bit of he's an a simple Aladdin thief story. who knows some force powers. Okay, like he's you know he's force sensitive. He was trained to be a Jedi, but by no means was a Jedi. I, I, I forget how 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 old was he when he was his fourteen. Died. He's fourteen, so he was probably a bit of Padawan for about a decade, maybe. You know, give or take. Because he was, was a
3: kid, and his yeah. pa- his parents were resistance. Um, they spouted. It was on uh, Lohar. I think is how you pronounce this the the city's name that he grew up in and they um they protested the uh, the empire's occupation of Lohar or Lothal Lothal, Lothal. Lothal. There it is. that's what it was um and so his parents were arrested captured and later killed and so he's an orphan he doesn't know where his parents are so mm-hmm. by the time these, he runs into these this band of thieves and ends up joining them on a particular mission and he ends up st- sticking around and um, ends up being accepted as the as uh, Kanan is the the Jedi's name
0: mm-hmm. as
3: his padawan. He re- it, both both of them resisted it at first, mm-hmm. but then eventually Kanan was like, "Yeah, I'll train you," and he's like, "Yeah," and and um, Ezra the. Padawan the new padawan is like yeah whatever I'll I'll it tra- it's like that it's, yeah, a- it's antagonistic kind of like an, yeah
2: it's a very antagonistic relationship
3: but after a while he become he accept he becomes part of their family family their little their yeah. little group and oh, they, yeah. they do train um so then they do eventually they we get introduced to grand inquisitors and inquisitors mm-hmm. in general they are um they're not sith per se they no. do have red lightsabers they are they do fight like jedi they use the force but they hunt and kill
2: jedi jedi yeah, yeah they're force sensitive jedi hunters okay
3: and they work for vader um, we do get introduced to Vader, we do get introduced to Leia, we catch a glimpse of Luke with him running on Tatooine, <laughs> that's it, that's,
2: that's all it. you
3: see. We see General Organa, we do see Hondo from Clone Wars, we see Ahsoka as an adult, she's awesome.
2: She is awesome, and that, those episodes, like, if you're not gonna watch Rebels, just watch the important episodes. Yeah, the important episodes, um, the Ahsoka ones are amazing, especially when she confronts Vader.
3: And we do see... Rex Wolf and yes um the, there's a third clone there yeah. are clones that have survived order Yes I remember that,
1: them from the clone wars yeah. And
3: in fact fun fact towards the end of rebels and if you watch this you'll see um, Rex's outfit changes There was a fan theory when clone wars came out that in the battle of endor there's an old man with a white beard who is fighting with the Ewoks yeah. They changed Rex's outfit in the final season oh. to make
1: it canon that, that guy? he fought oh, on cool.
3: the battle of endor that's So cool. now it's i've canon. seen
1: that theory that's and they kind of showed the picture yeah they showed the picture and so you like, know what i'm talking this about. guy in the background might have been rex oh, you know he might cool. have been a part so, of so
3: but now they've made it officially canon because they changed his outfit you know, that's
1: cool. in, i like, in that. I like that i like that
0: that's
3: so cool. um, but then i approve the the biggest the biggest arcs really that we that we deal with are um really with ahsoka and vader yeah. Because mm-hmm. Ahsoka used to be Anakin's Padawan mm-hmm. before she left. Darth Maul. They do... That's a big... That's a big that's one. That's a big one. And him and Obi-Wan. So yeah. we get two forms of closure. Ahsoka and Vader fight. They yeah. have a lightsaber mm-hmm. battle. And she... It's very powerful because she still loves her master. and you... and But she's so disappointed.
2: Okay, super spoilers, by the way. Because if, if I'm remembering this wrong, by all means correct me. She doesn't actually know in the beginning no that vader she has is no angry. idea yeah, it's she, just a she doesn't powerful
3: know. sith with all of this yeah. anger and that she f- she's never yeah felt she before.
2: figures it out and it's just like it's it's kind of heart dropping for her well for her especially and it's then for you as the viewer you're watching you're like you're watching your real this come to this realization and you just feel awful for her. yeah
3: and so and she does survive the fight between her and vader um which they do later explain. In the initial episode, you see her surviving an explosion, which you know she shouldn't have right. survived. But in the final season, they do actually explain how she survived, which yeah. is awesome because that could have been a really bad plot hole. This, in that same episode where Ahsoka and Vader become confronted, where the, this location, they're on a planet called, is it Morthol? It starts with an M. I
0: don't know.
3: So it's, it's Planet a,
2: names start to get really hard after it, a while.
3: It's a <laughs> forbidden planet that Jedi are never supposed yeah. to go to. However, they've been led there, if I remember correctly, by Yoda. By Yoda. Looking for knowledge. What they end up finding is an underground, hidden Sith temple. They have Jedi temples, we have Sith temples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we... Wasn't that
1: a Sith planet?
3: Probably. Basically,
1: yeah. It yeah. must have been.
3: And we see that there was a remnant of some sort of war between Jedi mm. and uh, Sith that happened thousands of years ago. It's yeah. like it's almost like Pompeii, but you can't yeah. tell who was winning. This is where we meet Darth Maul, who is an old he's an old man at this point, and befriends Ezra, and together they both, Ezra not knowing the history of Maul and understanding that he's Sith and he wants revenge on the Sith and on Obi Wan. He Wink.
2: wants revenge on everyone. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. pissed. He's just yeah, he's just mad at together, him. Together,
3: together they they infiltrate the temple to get the Sith holocron, which basically is knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they they come out and they find out that this sit, that this uh, temple is also a weapon. And so by using placing the holocron in a specific place up on the top of the temple, it turns into a weapon. And now you control life and death. And that was a big thing that they, that uh, Maul wanted. Okay. Well, once Maul is back, he because he's gained Ezra's trust, he's essentially telling Kanan. He also blinds Kanan. By the way, spoilers. Kanan mm-hmm. goes blind. Gets slashed in the face with. Um, with a lightsaber and so kanan goes blind um which i will i mention that for an important reason i'll okay. explain later um the uh, he mentions that ezra is now his padawan dark maul's padawan and he's like, no, he's going to be my Padawan. I will get him to the dark side kind of thing. And so we do come across him in, in several episodes where he convinces Ezra to use both the Jedi Holocron and the Sith Holocron to open them both up at the same time to gain knowledge using the Force. Oh. And it's in this where Ezra gains a vision of two sons. Uh, we, episodes, scenes we understand mm-hmm. from episodes 4, 5, and 6. He basically gets yeah. visions from episodes 4, 5, and 6. Whereas um, Maul finds out that Obi-Wan is alive. Yeah. He thought Obi-Wan was dead. Now, screw the Sith. I'll deal with the Sith later. I want revenge on Obi-Wan. Okay. His whole arc is finding Obi-Wan, yeah. okay, which cool. does come to fruition. When, when you
2: get to that episode where you watch Maul confront Obi-Wan, it's amazing.
3: You have to. But it's, and it's re- amazing,
2: not for the fight, the dialogue.
3: But it is also amazing for me, My husband had to explain this. Rewatch before when you get to that fight between um, between Obi Wan and Maul. Rewatch the initial fight between Obi Wan, Qui Gon Jinn, and um, oh oh
2: yeah, because
3: when when Maul opens up his lightsabers, you'll notice that Obi Wan actually switches to Qui Gon Jinn's Mm -hmm. stance, which Maul recognizes. So when Maul goes to, if you watch it, he they strike down below, they strike up top. And then they do this kind of in the face thing, but he in the movie Maul uses that as the double lightsaber to bump, yeah, the to bump Qui Gon Jinn's in, lightsaber yeah, up, face, yeah. exposing his belly, and then uses that to stab Qui Gon yeah. Jinn. Obi Wan does the same move, but instead of knowing that his lightsaber is going to be bumped, he pre pre lifts it up um, out of the way to slash down and basically break. Maul's lightsaber in half and also slice him deep in the chest yeah, which kills awesome. Maul.
2: It's awesome. Okay. But that, again, not the best part of that scene. The best no, part of that the, scene the, the, the dialogue. dialogue is,
3: the, is the, the best.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, that went to a lot of information. <laughs> so you're saying it's
2: a good series. No, it's a really yeah. So it is a really good series. It's a really... Uh, I mean, it's, it's made for children. But here's the thing. All of Star Wars is made for children. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's one thing that uh, a lot of people, and myself included, I, I, I fall into this trap too, when I start talking about, like, the new movies coming out, I start looking at, I'll start looking at it and talking about it as an adult. Like, things that bother me, like, oh, but I'm an adult. You have to remember that all of these movies are made for kids. Yeah. So, look at it through those eyes, and that's why... One of the things I love about Star Wars is every time I watch a movie, is I kind of regress. It doesn't take much to be honest. I kind of regress back to a child. It's the theme song.
0: It, it is. It's, it's the, theme. the theme song. Once that
2: music comes on, I am a kid again, and I am just in awe of these amazing, powerful beings having these awesome light, you know, lightsaber battles, and it's just it, it brings out that kid in me. So if you can keep that, then a lot of these things, a lot of these arguments, kind of go away.
1: Okay, so let me. I mean, we got a lot to cover still. But we've used up a lot of time. Yeah, Wait, I'll, I'll, really, I'll tell you my really point quick. about
3: the going blind thing off the podcast. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, really quick, uh, I enjoyed Rogue One. Who didn't? Okay. And I'll tell you, but
2: I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why everyone loved Rogue One. Everyone loved loved Rogue One because there was nothing to argue against it. Because there was no information about what happened to this plucky little band who uh, grabbed yeah, this information. Was, there's, was a, there's no canon to go back and say, yeah. that's
1: not what happened. You know, was, this guy used to say that. No, there's none of that shit. It was a blank canvas. It was a blank canvas. They could do whatever exactly. they want. I yep. thought it was just a good story in general. Yeah. Good acting. It, yeah. it had nothing to do with crazy Jedis and all that stuff, but watching Darth Vader like crazy. Oh my God, that was That so was awesome. an amazing that scene.
2: That was so awesome with Vader comes on. That was the Vader I always wanted to see. Just yes. Just wrecking fools. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And
3: then, the one thing I appreciated about that movie, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm probably going to get a little bit of hate for it, was that everyone died. <laughs> right? No, no, I'm, no, no, no. With you. I'm with you. Because if they had miraculously survived I'm some pissed. Deuce Ex Machina thing, you, right would, last you time, would have to. I just... Oh. If they survived... so mad.
1: You'd be yeah. wondering where they were in the later movies. And, okay, because but, they... Yeah. No, it, I actually that's appreciated not how, that they all died. And
3: that's not how war is. There's loss. And, yep. that, yeah. and then that makes... When you again, when you rewatch four, five, and six, having seen Rogue One, it mm-hmm. makes the the significance of those Death Star plans. I agree. That and you know what? More and this I,
1: I'll get to for seven and eight. But I Rogue One. Like, I did not like CGI by the way. Rogue no. One. Rogue One. Female lead. Great story. Great movie. Yeah. Never had a problem with it.
3: And no feminist issues. No why?
1: feminist issues. Why, issue. why do you have to bring up female lead? Hold on. I mean, does that matter to you? No. I mean, wow.
2: Oh my
3: gosh, are you a misogynist? What a
2: misogynist. I didn't even notice that it was a female lead. And how dare you
1: assume her gender. So. I'm going to remind both of you that this is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. We're done. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Solo, really quick. I did not like it. Uh, that's because it was a terrible movie. I thought it was just lazy writing. I thought they could have done better. Yeah. I thought, I, Overall, they, I thought it just could have done It was, it been was done
2: lazy better. writing. It was bad casting. Okay, bad casting. That's right. Fight me. Bad casting. Um, what's his name? They got, they got to play Lando. Was not good. Okay. Oh,
3: Donald Glover. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Donald Glover. Donald Glover's a good actor. I like Donald Glover. He's a good actor. He's a funny guy. However, this is the best thing I can say about it. It was an
1: imperson- It was a bad impersonation of Billy D. Williams. That's what it was. So my thing is, I don't like how they met. I don't like how they pretty much had nope. no bond. But then somehow they're like best friends. You know what I'm saying? They, they needed to have a stronger, older bond in my opinion. There are, well, there has to
2: be other things that happen between them. Yes. Because if that's it and then we go to Cloud City, that, yeah, you're right. That makes no sense. It's, it's not enough. But, but I think my biggest issue with that is there were, there were some really great actors in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they were completely wasted. Yeah. And then there were some really terrible actors in that movie and they were made main characters. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember the guy's name who played Han Solo, but he's not a good actor. No, and I wasn't, I didn't like and I him. don't know who the hell he was playing. Like, I don't think that dude's ever seen a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and then that wasn't Han? And, and and but I mean, to be the whole, fair,
3: who in the world could actually pull off a good Han other than Harrison Ford?
2: Exactly. So don't make the
1: movie. But here's here's the other thing too. Um, I can't think of her name. It's always Han Solo and Princess Leia. I didn't think there needed to be a love interest. No. no you know what i'm saying like no th- that was not necessary you could have you could have done that differently i'm just you you still could have a female character there but it could have just been his well, sister it could have been something different and I, you I know did, and you could have made that work
3: and, and i i'm with the main population on how he got his last name of solo i didn't like that i think that they could have done something maybe a little more comedic or at least something more epic there's a, a better way yeah. that they could have written it
2: but how about just that's his name
3: or, yeah, on or just, why does it have that name. meaning that's his name right? but yeah. also I didn't like that they threw Darth Maul in there especially oh, terrible. and I know oh. that they did it because they were expecting that Solo was going to receive such great reviews because it was a mm-hmm. Star Wars movie and that they'd get enough money from it that yep. they could make another one yeah. and they set it up to be a sequel
2: but you know where they, where they also made the mistake with that they I wish they hadn't of,
3: brought Darth Maul into it at all
2: sh- true true but on top of that mistake was the we're going to tell you in the trailer that it's Darth Maul. They let they, that out. They let it out before the movie came out. That should have been something that was saved for the movie. And
3: let that be and its own well, yeah. Let it, twist. Let it be
2: its own disappointment when you
1: watch the film. They, not be pre-disappointed. They just made the same mistake with episode nine.
3: With, oh yes, with, with
1: Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. By um, the
3: way, mm. I... When we get to when we start talking about episode <laughs> nine, I this have is a, a two hour
2: point. podcast at this point.
3: I have a point about about
2: that. Uh, so, okay, but real quick. So, um, my thing about uh Solo, also the thing that bothered me the little gold fuzzy dice thing that we've never seen before in any Star Wars movie, and now all of a sudden they're super effing important.
3: I think the only reason that they brought them up was because it was in episode eight.
2: Yeah, I know, but that's and that's the thing that it bugs me. Like, why are these all of a sudden we're making it seem like these things are super important, like they're so significant. I think they we were just trying to tie them the before. movies together and because also, it was something can, Han related. can we finally admit that Amelia Clark is a bad actress? She can play she played Daenerys Targaryen in, in Game of Thrones awesome, and that is all she can play. Because every other movie she's in is horrible, and Solo was another example of that. <laughs> okay
1: let's take another break
2: passionate about weird things
1: yeah let's take another break really quick and then we'll get into seven eight and our expectations for episode we'll do this quick we promise hey folks Hardy here hey i just want to remind you guys to go ahead and check out the dtpstore.com that's the dtpstore.com and check out the merchandise we have there i'm not asking you to subscribe to anything i'm not asking you to donate money or send me cash or anything like that but Josh and I decided that we cannot keep doing this podcast for free forever. So if you like the podcast and you want to go ahead and support us and help keep this podcast going, again, visit the DTP buy a mug, buy a bracelet, buy something cool there and I'll help keep supporting us. Thank you very much. Okay, and we're back. So episode seven,
2: if you're still with us at this point,
1: yeah, first of all, congratulations. You're one of the three fans we have. Uh, So, (laughs) so, uh, This is
2: why I will never be invited back.
1: You're one of the three fans we have left. Yeah, so episode seven comes out. I was okay with it in general. Uh, What did you guys think?
3: Okay, so I have to say that for episode seven for me, I probably enjoyed it a lot more than you guys did because growing up, when I was born... All the movies had come out. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it was new for you. This was my first opportunity at 16 to be in the theater with the Star Wars movie and have that theme song play.
2: I suddenly feel really old.
3: I, I'm i sorry. I turned <laughs> 21 on Monday. Oh. Ouch. And I was a seven month old. Wow.
2: So.
1: Wow. I'll tell you a story later. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks.
3: So, um. <laughs> So growing up, I had always heard the stories from my parents of when they were kids. They were uh, old enough to go and see four, five, and six Mm. in theaters, and like my mother remembers what dinner, what the dinner was, what outfit she wore, the rules that were told, like just the stories of how awesome it was and how they, you know. And I grew up wishing. That I could experience that. And knowing that I would never experience that. Because all the movies were out. There was nothing more to tell. So when they announced the new Star Wars movie. And it was right after my 16th birthday. I was so flippin' excited. And we sat in that theater. It was only like one or two days after opening night. So people in the theater were still relatively new. Mm-hmm. And... It was the most sacred experience I have ever experienced in a movie theater. I think I almost cried when that theme song came on. I was so pleased. And it was the best audience experience I've ever had because in, in all of the appropriate moments for the cheering and the gasping when uh, Millennium Falcon almost falls off that cliff, and you're like, oh, because that's our darling baby. And it was just so good. It was so good that we went and watched it a second time.
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them coming across the Millennium Falcon. I enjoyed like how Han Solo kind of came across it and he's like, "Tree, we're home." You know, they got their ship back. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the scene where that those monster things came out and started taking out all those dudes. Yeah, that was kind of fun. I thought I thought that was, thought fun. That was really fun. Uh, I I don't. Maybe I just don't remember enough of the movie to remember my criticisms. I have I take more issue with episode 8 than uh
3: episode 7. Oh, that's seven. the big one cuz oh, so. cuz episode 7 was all about who's who are raised parents. We got all their brink they have to tie this <laughs> in. What happened during those 40 years? So... These people that we grew up knowing and loving. Let's tie that in. They built up Luke and then episode 8 we were waiting patiently for w- two years. I remember my eight. criticisms
2: of episode 7. Go. Um and uh, much like yourself though, I enjoyed the experience. I I was, you know, thrilled to be back in a theater watching a star wars movie that music comes on i'm a kid again it's awesome um uh and it was it was just a great experience and i enjoyed the movie that being said i enjoyed the movie the last time i saw it when it was episode four because it was an utter rehash of episode four. Now, I get it. You're tugging on those heartstrings and you're playing on people's uh, emotions about previous films. And I get why you do that. But it was a little extreme. And they, they kind of went to the nth degree about we're just... <laughs> so, yeah, it's, so it's a large Star. Huge... I mean, they, star. Actually, yeah, they actually say it at one point, so it's another Death Star. I mean, it's like, well... Yeah, it kind of is. You're um, right. You know, yeah, but, you're, I, but I'm okay
1: with it. But I was okay with it. You're right. The plot is very repetitive. Okay. I'm super repetitive. You got a young person on a desert planet mm-hmm. struggling. They have a. They have a. What's yeah, with all the desert planets? An, and and she's an like android. And an yeah. android sidekick. Yep. She's you know like the I'm last
2: saying. Jedi. She doesn't even know she's Force now, sensitive
1: yet, but you know. Other she, people's
2: you know. criticisms
3: of it? However, she doesn't know her parents. I, I
2: yeah. Took, yeah, I took issue with other people's criticism, criticisms of the movie. Uh, you know, people are like, oh my god, she's such a Mary Sue character. You know, well, so was Luke. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have you ever heard that term, by the way? No. Okay. You looked at me funny. So the, the the idea of a Mary Sue character is you have this character who just some for some reason automatically knows everything they're supposed to know instantly. And they're just this they're in her case, she's this amazing fighter for no reason.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: she's super force sensitive and can do all things that she probably shouldn't be able to do because she's received no training. She's just instantly can do these things. Yeah, she can how use the qu-
3: Jedi mind trick right? on yeah. James yeah. Bond. How quickly, on
2: James
1: Bond, that's right. How quickly she was able to do Yeah, how her. quickly, yeah. Ooh, I did take it with honest, that. to
2: be honest, I'm kind of good with that because Luke did the same thing, yeah. all right? But, I mean, I guess we're okay with it because it's a guy. But anyway... Um, but he was <laughs> being... <but laughs> I love that eye roll. He just,
3: pick, he just picked up his training really quickly because when he started expressing his force powers, yes. he was with Obi-Wan. She had nobody. She had
2: nobody, yes. And, that, and I, so I get it, but you know what? Which Screw I guess, you. It's, it's a movie comedy. Down.
3: Which is, I guess, is why everyone was theorizing about who her parents were. Yeah, oh, and they played with that so well in oh, the movie yeah. Because they were like, she was like, oh, like, I, I know how to fly the Millennium Falcon. It's almost mm-hmm. like it's in my blood. And we're like, oh, she could be Han Solo's kid. And then we're like, oh, but what if she could be, like, Luke's kid? And I, it's wanted like, her,
2: I wanted her to be, and I still kind of want her to be Obi-Wan's granddaughter.
3: I... Mm. I go back because think... of
2: the vo- no, because she hears his voice. She hears his voice when she takes Luke's lightsaber. She, you hear Obi Wan, and it's you and McGregor saying, "Ray, this is these are your first steps." And that you hear that that yeah. is there. That happens. Why is that here? why is she hearing Obi Wan Kenobi, who she apparently should have no connection to in any way, shape, or form, unless she actually does. She's his granddaughter. Fight me. Now there,
3: now there are theories that she's a clone.
1: Yeah, and I don't the like clone, that. I don't like the clone I don't thing. I like that. I, I think don't fan of that. she's just a younger child of, of Han and Leia. I don't think she's anybody. I think they... That's actually, at they- this point, At this point, I really don't think she's anybody. I think they stashed her away so Ben Kenobi would not know about her. No, I don't...
2: Okay, so here's why I don't like that idea. Because the... Relationship and connection building between Rey and Kylo Ren makes that super creepy.
3: Yes, it really does because they yeah. they've pushed the ship super hard.
2: Yeah, and
3: that makes it really so, creepy. We that can't, makes it creepy. We can't have another Luke that's and Leia creepy. situation here. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say that's creepier than the Luke and Leia kiss in the first movie. Okay, right, so all right, all right, all right. that makes it creepy. I don't like it. It just I'm just saying. It makes I know. And it. I, and I, get I it. know. I
3: know. I wanted I it, to, it. I wanted it to happen when I saw Episode Seven. However, when I did see, when I rewatched Episode Seven, and I realized like how similar it was to episode mm-hmm. 4. It, therefore, it set my expectations for movies 8 and 9 because I knew it was going to be a trilogy. Okay. It only made sense, and so I expected episode 8 to be similar to episode 5 mm-hmm. where the empire was going to win or in this case mm-hmm. the new republic was going to win, and we were going to be like, first "Oh, order. yeah, sorry, first order." And we were going to be like, "Oh, like how how could they possibly come back from this much like we did in episode 5?" Yeah. So I expect episode 6, or in this case episode 9, good guys are going to win. Obviously,
2: well, I mean, it's but, the end. They kind of have
0: to,
3: right? And it has to end somehow. But how much is it going to be like um, the the original trilogy? Because then, I that's why I was theorizing so hard about she could be if she was Luke's daughter. Mm-hmm. She would be Kylo's cousin. But it wouldn't. That wouldn't be as strong of a relationship unless she was Ben Solo's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would yeah, have another. That... Luke, it would be another Anakin Luke father son. Yeah. It would be a brother sister similar kind of trope. Yeah,
2: it, it would. And I get that. And, and but that Episode
3: Eight threw that out. And I. But I thought it. they
1: were building up the the guy who was the stormtrooper.
3: Oh Finn. Oh Finn. Yeah, I thought
1: they were who building. I still think is force sensitive though.
3: I still think he is.
1: Finn. I thought Finn was the pilot no 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 FN whatever yeah, yeah. yeah FN so I thought they're they building up like a love story between him and Ray
2: and oh. so did everyone else yeah. and then in comes freaking Rose out of nowhere to just ruin it and ruin an entire third of a freaking movie Ugh. yeah she needs to be drugged out to this her character this is what I want to see in episode 9 I want to see someone just pick Rose up walk I, her outside already, shoot her in the head and just throw her in a ditch I thought she's if that's not dead. the first scene in the movie I'm gonna be disappointed no, I she's, she died. Not, no. no she's not she's not dead she just got injured, injured and, that's how we win By protecting what we love, (laughs) not fighting what we hate. You don't know how wars work, okay? Let let me suge you. You you don't understand how wars work, you moron. Uh, That was
3: the dumbest decision we ever made. So
2: episode eight. Let's move into episode eight and all the things we hate about Uh, episode eight. Rose. And that entire... Okay, here's what pisses me off about everything that goes on with Rose in, in episode eight. If you took out... Everything that happens with Rose, the story
3: would be the same.
2: Nothing changes. It's it's the Indiana Jones in <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the Indiana Jones effect and the Raiders of and, the and Lost Raiders of the Lost, yeah. Lost Ark. Nothing actually changes in the story if she doesn't do any of the things that she does because it means nothing. Her entire purpose is to create more diversity in the Star Wars universe, which I can't freaking stand. Because okay, you know what? Fine. You want to have more diversity? Fine. I I, I don't actually have an issue with that. But can we make sure the person can act? and actually has a purpose in
0: the plot. And
3: I remember an interview of her saying that she wanted her character to show people, because that was the whole thing about episode 8 with Ray and with Rose, Mm -hmm. was that you don't have to be somebody... To make a difference, and she I get wanted that. her character to because her character was a nobody. She was yeah. just someone who was watching yeah. the escape pod. She was in
1: the engineering. She was in engineering. Yeah, she, she was, a was a making monkey. sure. Yeah, yeah. She, and making yeah. sure. If it was Star movie. Trek, she would have went to the planet mm-hmm. and died. Right, but Luke was just some farm kid from a. Yeah, he was a farm <laughs> from a boy who, sand planet, who yeah, we you,
3: later discovered had a powerful lineage.
1: You already she made him somebody. Well, I guess I that's could. the thing. Star Wars is already littered with nobody's <laughs> becoming somebody. Okay? I think it is. But here's wait, here's my issue with the whole thing was the overwhelming feminist message throughout it because oh yeah. every male yeah. character is just reckless, dumb, and littered with mistakes. And mm-hmm. then women are perfect and, and logical
3: women, and angels that come uh, in and
1: yeah, yeah, say No, team. they're not. Can we talk about the stupidity of Admiral Haldo? Oh,
3: okay.
2: Lord have mercy. There's a thing called autopilot. We have it now. I'm pretty sure you have it in all this advanced technology, so you didn't actually have to stay on the ship, moron. Well, she died and we don't have to deal with her anymore. so. Thank, Thank the Lord. Oh, <laughs> One oh
3: death. But wait, wait, we were wait. Okay. Anyway. And
2: let's also bring out that all the hoopla over, oh my god, Laura Dern is gonna be playing this character, and it's the first openly gay character in Star Wars universe. Really, I watched the movie and I didn't get that. The
3: only reason that anybody would think that was because she had purple hair. Right?
2: Like what? what yeah. And what I don't I'm give a sh- I don't give
1: a shit, but her or <gasps> That's orientation, number four. That's you uh, officially uh, turn well, this podcast to rated R. No, no that's it's number five. That's not a rule,
3: what? and that's
1: fine. It's my rule. I know it's your rule. Okay.
2: Her sexual orientation has no basis in the plot. It doesn't at, mean anything. At, at no point are we introduced to her love interest, or at no point does it. It doesn't matter because any of her. Just, like, she's oh, an I'm, admiral. I'm making this decision because of my relationship with this person. None of that ever happens. It doesn't matter so it because didn't
1: matter. Y- like you said, this is a show for kids. Exactly, it's but not, no, we have to play gender politics in everything yeah, now. It doesn't have to be like that. And again, I'm not. I have nothing against a good strong female lead, as long as you have a good story to go no, with it. I don't care. I don't, Aliens don't is care. one of
2: my favorite movies of yeah, all time. I don't oh, yeah. care,
1: but just Terminator don't, Two. Don't just cake it on and just be overwhelming no. like i'm fine with princess leia being in general doing what she's saying well, yeah that makes sense you know what i'm saying but then it's like oh well these other leaders have to be women mm. too and this oh, this pilot over here has to be, you know what i'm saying and it just it just gets caked on on and on and, and, and it's I like don't, don't like how it they demean, down my throat
3: and like you said earlier they demean men
1: yes, yes. as as, yeah. as why do we have to shit on one in order to raise up the other they're reckless they're just yeah. littered with mistakes they they're, they're co- are they're,
3: intelligent they're
1: comedic relief throughout okay, the whole thing so you know here,
2: here's the thing if you have to tear down one in order to raise up the other, that's not equality, yeah. okay? Let's just put that out there. That's, that's, a, that's a reality, okay? You do not have to make these people look like crap in order to make these people look better. If that's the truth, then there is actually inequality and then that means that what you're saying is that women are actually inferior and the only way to make them look better is to make men look worse and that's not the case. Okay, yeah. gender doesn't matter. You and can have these strong female characters, and it's fine, and no one cares, but you, if you just pile it on, just for the sake of piling it on, then you're kind of making it look like you had to do that. And,
3: and, and, and women and men... Do you like how
2: we're still doing this? Yeah, you know, I know. We're doing, says, no one yeah. can see our
3: hands, but women and men are, are equal, and they're different. Just oh, yeah. because you're different doesn't mean you aren't equal. Right. You have your strengths in one thing, mm-hmm. where women, that may be a weakness and vice versa and that's mm-hmm. how it's balanced out. It men are meant for more hard labor. That's why they're warriors and pilots and fighters and snipers and that kind of thing. Whereas women are more tactical and logical. They're more about the strategists, they're the di- the diplomats because they have empathy. They've got I mean they're mothers. They're not that to say that parents that fathers can't be just as nurturing. But
2: no, fathers can't be mothers. All right, let's can we, can <laughs> we throw that out there? That's, that's a whole, whole different happen. conversation. So,
3: so, but so just, don't shove and it down I, our throats. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Basis is don't shove it down our throats. And,
3: and I never, and I also never liked that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I didn't like. The
1: Mary Poppins.
2: I wish the, the Leia Poppins.
3: Yeah, the Leia, oh, I didn't the, like the, the, that.
1: Did not like Leia. I Leia. wish Luke actually showed up and fought him in person.
3: I, uh, I do, too. Um, yeah. Like, I, I don't...
1: To... I like the way they did it. I like the way they did it. But I would have liked to see him actually engage in yeah. a lightsaber battle and actually but maybe I maybe actually... give Kylo a run for his money. And, and you know he... what I'm saying?
3: Or, or at least don't kill him off and save that fight for episode nine. Okay. Because but, I thought that shoulder brushing moment where he was like, whatever, right? that was... And Although that I was, I love, oh,
1: love that. That was so cool. Was so that, was awesome that was awesome. With so all, cool. the, they're shooting all the lasers at him, and he's just and the guy makes comments like, "You think you got him?" Yeah, you know. And then all the dust clears, and he's still there. So for me, but this is Kylo should have sensed that he wasn't there. That's the other uh, issue. Yeah, I, yeah, take I, think it I think, but I think, but that, he
3: was too clouded. Yeah,
1: he was too clouded he was by too his emotional. hatred.
3: Yeah, okay. he, exactly.
2: He's too emotional about it, so he can't. You
3: can't think rationally can't like that. Out.
2: Okay, but here's where I come into a lot of. Um bumping heads with other Star Wars fans. Because I really liked Luke's story arc in that movie. And a lot of other people were really mad about it and, like, super passionate about it, why they're mad about it. But I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I understood it. It totally made sense to me. And it, and even the way it ended, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm totally there with it. I, I'm okay with how he, you know, it, it was a strain on him. Uh, even uh, Kylo Ren at one point says, wait a minute, you can't, you know, tell Rey when uh, they're doing their little, uh, force vision yeah what did I call it um, what's that Facebook thing FaceTime oh it's force oh, time it's force time, time. Uh, so when they're having their force time she's like you're not doing this the, the strain would kill you and so I, I'm okay with it him using all that effort in order to to, to project stall. himself and yeah. to stall for time stall to for save, time. save people I'm good with it all mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with it but I, I get why people were mad but i kind of liked
3: it now uh, let let me play devil's advocate on that one and and i have to do this for my husband because he and i were having this discussion the other day so i have to pay tribute to to him because of we're watching rewatching all the movies in preparation for episode 9 um just because right we now, have the I'm, time I'm good. and rewatching episodes 4, 5 and 6 we were really focusing on luke and his character mm-hmm. growth and rewatching those movies my husband found it difficult and under, uh, to except episode 8 because of how much growth Luke had in 4, 5, and 6. However, I do have to point out that for me, it makes sense. If you think about what Luke faced on Dagobah, mm-hmm. he fought a vision of himself becoming Darth Vader and when he struck off Vader's head and the helmet was removed it exploded and it revealed Luke's face showing his fear of him turning to the dark side he still has that innate fear Mm -hmm. of the dark side so when he sensed that same thing in Kylo and saw him going down that path he was afraid and he it's a it's a fear that he never got over and he thought history was going to be repeating itself Mm -hmm. And so I understand why he cut himself off from the force. He was afraid. However, that also makes it makes me feel better that he did do what he did by reconnecting himself to the force to project himself to stall for time. He had that redeeming moment where he got over his fear to protect the ones that he cared for. Now, I... It's hard for me with episode eight because they built Luke up so hard. They were fun. They were looking for Luke. He was supposed to be this mythical legend, right? <laughs> the and throw last,
2: away of the, <laughs> the, the
3: last scene, we see the epic reveal, <gasps> seeing what what yeah. what forty year old Luke, forty year old Luke looks like. Sure. Uh, and so, and then
1: they just throw him away. If, and that's what it's well, sometimes felt like. I, mean, like, they I just get it. Just like away. Supreme Leader no, Oh, yeah. They, oh, that, they chucked Snoke out the window. Up. That bummed me out. A, a bunch of mystery about who he yeah, really was. That bummed me was out. he the Grand Inquisitor? We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, who Nobody he was. Nobody knows. And suddenly he's just done um, and gone. And we're like, okay, well, episode nine. nine episode nine better answer those questions.
3: But at the same time, I... If they don't, I'm not going to have a problem with it because they did kind of chuck him out the window and to revisit him at this point, unless it's like backstory for like how... They yeah. got together and there's, it there's has a to do, do with There's Palpatine. a way to do it, but there's they a have way to do to it very do it.
2: carefully because I agree with you. Since they already threw him out and basically just chucked him to the side, let him stay there. Let yeah. him stay there unless you can make it super relevant to, As to whatever's going to happen. As why he was even there. But, you know, it's funny you brought up Palpatine because let's just lead into what we think is going to happen with Nine at this point because, God, we've been here forever. <laughs> um, and I've just got a text from my wife that said, wrap it up. Uh, and your wife's coming home. Oof, okay. Um So... I still don't know if we're actually gonna see Palpatine in the flesh. In the flesh,
3: I I, I mean, would hold just because you hear opinion. him.
2: Uh, well,
3: no. in the but in the latest trailer, you it's just see into a, that. You just
2: see it. You just see it like half of a piece of a of well, a robe. And, and
3: and there are articles that 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 confirm that he's in the movie. However, they don't say how exactly. he's in exactly the
2: they say Dylan McDermott. No, not Dylan McDermott. That's not his name. No, uh, no, 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 that's somebody else. Uh... The actor. The, the actor. actor. Damn it. The actor he, is featured in the film. The actor, because uh, it's the same actor that played Palpatine throughout yeah. throughout all of Star Wars, uh, with the exception of the first two. Um, he is reprising the role, but they don't say at all how. So and, it could just be a voice. It, like, what we heard could have been it. That and, could be it.
3: And, but honestly... I would I would accept it if he was a force ghost because you yeah, have to it. attain according to to lore mm-hmm. you have to attain a certain uh, it's not relationship but you have to have trained for a certain amount of time and gained enough knowledge mm-hmm. in the force
2: yeah period you have to have attained a certain connection to the, to the force, force to be able to in become
3: order a ghost to that's why that's why Yoda and Obi Wan and Anakin mm-hmm. and so it would make and sense Qui-Gon. and Qui Gon and that would make sense why. Um, Palpatine, Palpatine could do that because but he there was very powerful and it's, it's there never, is
1: some sort of canon I don't know if it's canon or legends that suggested that he actually survived his original fall oh, and he dude, did it by dude. transferring from body okay. to body
2: <laughs> okay so that's all legends okay okay, and it, that goes you know what let's just say that goes deep let's not get it because that's that's a whole two hours okay so here's, here's what I want to do
1: I, we but got, yes it's a, he hops body we gotta part. wrap this up Uh, we didn't get to the Mandalorian we nope. haven't <laughs> seen episode 9 yet I'm I'm gonna propose that in January or February we come back together. All right. After episode nine's been out for a while, okay. And so
3: and season one of Mandalorian
1: we'll have season Mandalorian would have finished, yeah. and let's wrap up this like basically take our predictions, kind of revisit them.
2: Thirty days. Thirty days is the official cutoff for no spoilers. All right.
1: So, so we'll do that. 30 the
3: days after. Out. Okay, so I'm I gotta go see town. the movie. Yeah. You
1: guys gotta go see the movie and we will I'll come be back. There. I'll be there. And again, January, February sometime we'll all get back together and we'll reanalyze this and wrap up this conversation. All right. All right, so this is Serving the Peace, folks. Thank you for joining us. Have you, have you listened through this whole thing? Thank you. You're one of our three fans. We like you a lot, right? You know, vis- super appreciate. Visit the website. Maybe I'll get you a mug for like twelve bucks or something. I don't know. Yeah, Bye-bye. You know, if bye you, bye, bye. An,
2: if you, you know what, if you if you have an opinion about what we've talked about today, um, you know, even if it's never do that again, please let us know. Email us. <laughs> don't ever please. bring, please. bring yeah. back like, Emma ever. No, no, no. I don't she think
3: knows that's kind of question. too it's, much. It's
2: just you know just. It, it, whether you know you thought it was a nice little break or whatever or about anything else just let
1: us know yeah email us and uh you know we'll email us your opinions all right. and thanks for joining us and emma thanks for joining us thank you yeah. for having Again, me i imagine you're going to be coming back at some point in the future, i hope definitely. so all right have a good one
4: folks the eastern world it is exploding violence flaring bullets loading you're old enough to kill But not for voting You don't believe in war But what's that gun you're toting And even the Jordan River Has bodies floating But you tell me China, then take a look around to Selma, Alabama. You may leave here for four days in space, but when you return, it's the same old place. The pounding of the drums, the pride and disgrace. You can bury your dead, but don't leave a trace. Ain't your next door neighbor, but don't forget to say grace and tell me.